Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative radio is coming for you. The Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, what are we talking about this evening? On Sundays, we start with a prayer. It's going to be a very special prayer for our troops because, as you all know, we had another tragedy. And this is, well, I'll get into it later. Then, then the ups and downs for the week, the weekly morality check. And our honeybees are under attack again. We will tell you how. Well, not our honeybees. No, not the honeybees that we are cultivating and keeping alive. We shall see. <laughs> and in the end, I changed it right before I gave you the copy. We are going to visit science with They Blinded Me With Science. So you'll have to change that title. Change that title. On the copy. Okay. Because we're not doing health busters. We're doing They Blinded Me With Science. <laughs> Why do you have health posters? Because I changed my mind. Because you changed your mind. I did. You're supposed to change your mind and change the text. I forgot to change the text after I changed my mind. Uh-huh. Now, we're going to do a special prayer. This is a prayer for our troops from usccb.org. Lord God, Almighty Father, creator of mankind and author of peace, as we are ever mindful of the cost paid for the liberty we possess, we ask you to bless the members of our armed forces. Give them courage, hope, and strength. May they ever experience your firm support, gentle love, and compassionate healing. Be their power and protector, leading them from darkness to light, To you be all glory, honor, and praise, now and forever. Amen. All right, that's the downs for the week. Man, Rue's rare form tonight. But he's muted because the windows are closed. Yes, Yes, it's that chilly outside. (laughs) Which is on, we have been having unusually warm weather. Usually warm, usually chilly. (laughs) Back and forth through the, over the average, below the average, which when you think at it, when you think about it, it'll average out, right? 
wait for it. <laughs> All right, a down from the ass O'Shea Press. There should be enough pumpkins for Halloween this year, but that might not be the case for the canned pumpkin used in pies come Thanksgiving. According to crop experts in Illinois, the country's top pumpkin-producing state. Well, I saw a giant pumpkin, and guy had it in southern Alaska. Look, you, you could have carved it and lived in it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, where are we here? I would not wait until November 20. University of Illinois professor Muhammad Babadust said, referencing the November 26 holiday. I'd buy it whenever it comes to the store. Why is a professor named Muhammad at Illinois? What is going on? They oh, there's, you can't discriminate against people based on their religion. How many fuzzy muzzies are there in Illinois? What is wrong with you Illinoisans? There's a lot in Illinois. There's a lot in Ohio. There's a lot in Michiganistan. Uh, on and on it goes. They're going to be the first to fall. Like I said, the muzzies don't have the upper hand right now. And until they do nationwide, they're not going to do a darn thing except, except these little... Uh, Things that Obama's administrations are aging, so we keep having continuous shootings now. Uh, they still refuse to fix the major problem: gun-free zones. Well, anyway, back to pumpkin. <laughs> Large canned pumpkin manufacturer Libby says yields could be off by as much as a third this year in Illinois, where about ninety percent of the pumpkins grown in the U.S. come from within a 90-mile radius of Peoria. Oh, so the Obama administration isn't going to get the EPA after the pumpkin industry like he's gotten after every other industry? doesn't seem like he has to. Lyrics Corporate and Brand Affairs Director Roz O'Hearn said the company, which has had a central Illinois pumpkin processing plant since 1929, is confident it will have enough pumpkin for autumn holidays. But, she said, once we ship the remainder of the 2015 harvest, we'll have no more Libby's pumpkin to sell until harvest 2016. Farmers are blaming record rainfall in June for washing out the crop. Not global warming. Oh, but that's climate change. <laughs> it's so safe. Of course climate changes. Changes all the time. Look outside. It's probably different than it was yesterday. Well, not if you live in Southern California. Um, Jane Moran, who owns Moran's Orchard in Neolga, said they replanted washed-out pumpkin crops, and then it rained more. So they're buying pumpkins at auction twice a week. When you deal with Mother Nature, you just have to take it and go on, Moran said. Yeah. Earlier this year, Illinois Governor Bruce Rohner Signed legislation making pumpkin pie the official state pie of Illinois. That's important. I know. <laughs> Good little governor. So not, not the not the crime Useless that's going. Idiot! I don't not care. The crime. I don't care what it has after its name. <laughs> not the not the crime. The, the shooting spree is going on in Chicago. No, the pumpkin. Well, pumpkin is my favorite pie. My mother ate it the entire time she was pregnant with me, and as a consequence, I'm a pumpkin pie junkie. <laughs> I never get pumpkin pie. 
I Never. love pumpkin pie. She buys it once a year. <laughs> Here's an idea. Grow she buys your own it. Pumpkin. Do you hear me say that? She doesn't bake it. She buys it. Here's an idea. Grow your own pumpkins. Yeah, as soon as we get a greenhouse. <laughs> I know. I will if I can sell them, if I can sell them in town at Halloween. You gotta be kidding me! I make a killing. <laughs> Grown at seven thousand feet. That's right. Organically. And for extra charge, I'll I'll carve it for you. <laughs> All right, moving along from the pumpkin pie, who cares? I, I'm just not a fan of pumpkin pie. I don't like, uh, I'm not a fan of cinnamon either, so I I know, and I do. I can take a little cinnamon in apple pie. It's okay. But it's a fine line where you cross over, and I can't <laughs> eat it no more. Yes, he's very picky about certain things. <laughs> just, it just tastes horrible to me. Why would I eat it? There's some things, like people love cilantro. It tastes like iron to me. It tastes literally leaves a metallic taste in my mouth. I can't. I can't eat it. Same it's, with beets. I haven't tried beets. I haven't tried beets. I can't remember when I had beets. When I was a kid. I know that. At one point, I had to throw up because I never had to eat those again. <laughs> Uncle, who swear I did it on purpose too. I didn't. I didn't. It just. I tried to eat it and I gagged on it. But those were the canned beets, the processed ones. Pickled beets. Right. You don't I've know never had real, real beets. Well, right? I'll, I'll, I'll take Dana Lash's advice. She says it tastes like dirt. It probably does, <laughs> which means I wouldn't eat them. But we're probably going to have to grow something like that up here because uh, roots are the best to grow. I love parsnips. I have to see about their conditions. They're on the list. There you go. Beets are on the list. Sugar beets. To feed the horses and Well, goats sugar, be and... sugar beets are a crop here in Montana. It's a big crop. Here. But I want it for my livestock. All right. Uh, always talking about food. <laughs> we had to lighten of, uh, it up a little I had bit. A, I had a lovely pasta salad for before the show. That Homemade. matters to you. Homemade. Uh, is there any other way to make it? People buy it. Your daughter used to buy salads all the time. Potato salad, macaroni salad. Why can't people make their own food? I have I no idea. You have no idea how much money you save if you buy fruit. If if you want to figure out how much you can save, look at how much you can save making your own hamburgers and French fries, as opposed to going McDonald's. I can't imagine having ch killed. I would not be able to bring my kids to any fast food even once a month for that price. My, I'm very upset. My quarter pounder with cheese meal deal went from. It was like four or five dollars. Now it's it's nine dollars. I know we talked about it last show. I can't get over it. That's ridiculous. Well, Why aren't you people calling it and screaming the, about all the inflation? The sandwich itself uh, is four dollars and twenty five cents just for the sandwich. Yeah, I, they have that now. They don't even have the meal deal. It's They'll only have a quarter the pound. <laughs> I make half pound hamburgers. And I make our own hamburgers, and it still doesn't cost that much. Yes, everything's gone up. Bread's gone up. And Condiments have gone up, and dairy's gone up, and all that stuff's gone up. But no matter how much it's gone up, you can always save on what it costs them to pay somebody else to make the food for you yeah, and the well, packaging involved. Certain stuff you can't. We stop eating butter. I mean, butter's going. It's going. I didn't stop eating butter. It's going to be. I'm not kidding what you. Are you by the, about? I didn't stop eating butter. By the. I said if we. I can't do anything about the cost of butter because it keeps going up. By the end of this year, it's going to be $10. And there's not much you can do about it. You have to have butter. For for four sticks of butter. I brought this up last show. It was $7.23 for four lousy sticks of butter. No, eight. Sorry, eight. It was a two-pack. 
Still. That's still, it's eight, twice as much as four. But still, eight? It's still, I know, it's, it's, everything's gone up. And, but they don't count. The I know point always know. comes in is the government stopped counting yep. food and energy. Yep. For inflation. What are the two most important things we need? Both are fuel, by the way. <laughs> Both are fuel. Uh, fuel and electricity and gas. <laughs> you know, you get the idea. <clears throat> anyway, so this, I don't know who Bruce Rauner is. Show you how much I pay attention to Illinois. Oh, this is from CNS News. I forgot to put it in. Sorry. Yep, and the uh, president's busy changing purple purple states blue <clears throat> with his, uh, oh, we got to take the poor fuzzy muzzies from Syria. Oh, by plan. the way, I am convinced that these shootings are orchestrated. Absolutely. It's, I, it's too much. It has to be. <laughs> it's just, uh, it is no longer a conspiracy theory. Get we, after we them, Alex Jones. Mass shootings used to be like far and few between, right? And now all of a sudden, Obama just comes out and says, "We gotta, we gotta do something about these guns because they're gonna continue, uh, right? Because they're gonna continue every day, and they're gonna continue. And all of us, ever since he said it, it's continued. Now I'm gonna say it for the last time, ladies and gentlemen: Don't go anywhere that is a gun-free zone. If you can avoid it at all, don't do it. Well, this is where they're all going to be coming to. You know, this is where they're all being arranged to come to. They're not going to go to the places where people are armed and can shoot back. They're going to they're going to go where everybody else goes, where they can do the most terrorism, which is killing children. Right? Gun free zone. Keep putting out an advertisement. Wonder why people come for the product. All right, an up down. The leader of the Republican-led Special Benghazi Committee said Sunday he never even spoke to the panel's fired staffer, who alleges he was let go for not joining in a partisan-driven effort to tarnish Hillary Rotten Clinton, the Democrat presidential frontrunner. Representative Trey Gowdy, Republican South Carolina, chairman of the House Select Committee on Benghazi. Now, before I even read this, I happen to know how many Americans in this country feel from my sampling on my Twitter people. They're really, really seriously pissed off about Benghazi, and they really, really want Hitler to go to jail. Do you know how many years? They do not want it. They don't think it's partisan. Well, um, excuse me. If the Republicans are in charge, they can't go after Democrats that are doing something wrong because that would be partisan, right? This is the kind of stupid stuff that comes out of their mouth, and you people keep voting for them. Well, you know who you are. <laughs> Stop voting for idiots. Stop voting for progs, no matter what's after their name. So he said he never met with the staffer, investigator, and Air Force Reserves officer, Bradley F. Podliska, and that Podliska was, in fact, warned about his own efforts to discredit Clinton, who was Secretary of State from 2009 to 2013. Because I do not know him, I cannot recall ever speaking to him. I can say for certain he was never instructed by me to focus on Clinton, nor would he be a credible person to speak on my behalf. 
Gowdy said. He also said Podoliska, who sounds very, sounds very Russian, has never mentioned Clinton from when he was counseled about his deficient performance to when he was fired and through the entire legal mediation process. Furthermore, Gowdy said, Podoliska has run to the press with his new salacious allegations after failing to get money from the committee. The mediation process is scheduled to conclude Tuesday. Podoliska's complaint was reported first on Saturday by the New York Times. The committee was formed last year to investigate the September 11, 2012 terrorist attacks on U.S. outposts in Benghazi, Libya, in which four Americans were killed. However, Demoncrats argue the committee was really formed to attack Clinton. Yeah, that's right. You know, Clinton's, this, this specific Clinton, this Hitlery, rotten Clinton, she's always been like this. She's oh, Every time she gets herself in a jam, she blames it on partisan politics. It's, it's a vendetta out to get her. Well, how could they get you if you didn't do anything wrong? What are they going to get? Why do you not want them to investigate this? Why do you want the investigation to cease? Because it's hurt your presidential run? Madam, you're not even eligible to be president at this point because we know for a fact you violated the Espionage Act. Which has, if you do, one of the things you can't do is run for national office. I don't like calling it federal because they're not federal. We don't have a federal government. We have a dictatorship up there. So it's all it's all just the vast right-wing conspiracy again, is it? Let's hit her back with it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's find the sound bites and let's let's go crazy on the net with uh, the fact that that's what she claimed was they were going after her husband because and her because they were she was trying to make well Obamacare, Hitler care back then, and she kept blaming everything on the vast right-wing exper- vast right-wing extremists. It's a conspiracy. It's the vast right-wing conspiracy. Uh, she's doing it again. She's just not saying the same words. Oh, they're just they're just come, they're just doing that Benghazi thing just to come after me politically, so I don't become president of the United States. Like I said, we already know you're guilty of violating the Espionage Act. Therefore, you are not allowed to hold office, madam. You can't be president of the United States. But neither could Obama, and he he was. So there. What the heck? Oh, no, our side's doing great, too. They're pushing three guys that are not natural-born citizens. My own people got to stop helping me. Party leaders got a foothold on efforts to dismantle the committee a few weeks ago when House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy suggested that Clinton's poll numbers have dropped as the committee continues to investigate her role in the tragedy and her related use of a private server and emails to conduct official State Department business. Now, I read just before the show, and I'm not sure where, uh, the email the, the email thing. I just caught the title. I didn't get to read it yet. Um, it said that Russia hacked Hitler's email servers. What did I say? I said, you got to know China got everything they wanted off that server. Iran got everything they wanted. Uh, All our enemies. It was a completely unprotected server. 
Of course the people that have actually learned how to hack into our system can easily hack into Hitler's server. Don't you think? I think. Well, the headline of the article I saw seemed to suggest that the Russians had done it. Well, but whatever, right? And this McCarthy character, he's not a conservative. He's a prog. He's part of the machine. That's why he was at Boehner's hip. Just get rid of it. Toss this guy to the curb. I can't deal with any more Boehner time. And, and by the way, why would the majority leader, Kevin McCarthy, say such a thing? A professional politician. Been a politician in the House since I don't even know when. Boehner's second-hand boy, and he doesn't know anything, right? He didn't know he, what a stupid thing he said. Uh, oh, oh, wait, maybe he said it on purpose, you think? Prague is a Prague with an R after its name or a D. It doesn't matter. And uh, they appear to be taking advantage of Podliska's allegations and purported lawsuit to further their efforts. These are extremely serious whistleblower charges, said Maryland Representative Elijah Cummings, the committee's top Democrat. Republicans have been abusing millions of taxpayer dollars for the illegitimate purpose of damaging Hillary Clinton's bid for president. Really? Nobody's upset about Benghazi. All Americans are calling for the end of the investigation into Benghazi, right? Right? Well, it must be. This is wasting money, the taxpayers' money. Since when do they give a rat's behind about spending taxpayers' money? Especially that idiot Elijah Cummings. No, it's just, just consider it a fringe benefit. We're investigating because it has to be investigated. We need to get to the bottom of it. And everybody involved needs to pay the price. It's a fringe benefit that Hitler, Rotten, Clinton just happens to be one of them. Sorry, it worked out well for me this time. That must really suck for you progs out there, huh? Used to winning all the time. Ambassador J. Christopher Stevens and three other Americans, Sean Smith, Glenn Doherty, and Tyrone Woods, were killed in the 2012 attacks. Gowdy said Podliska mishandled classified information and was told as far back as April that he was improperly focused on Clinton and told to stop. He also said the committee denied Podliska's request to use interns for a project focused on Clinton and the National Security Council, saying Podliska was hired to focus on intelligence, not the politics of the White House talking points. Gowdy is also refuting Podliska's claims that committee leaders retaliated against him for taking leave to go on active duty, which, if true, would be a violation of federal law. You know, this is all, this is what progs do. Conservatives don't go after people. Progs go after people. That's a fact. Oh, they recruit him. This guy was recruited. Um, da -da 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 -da. He also argued that the committee has interviewed 44 new witnesses and recovered more than 50,000 pages of new documents, while only half of one interview has focused on Clinton's server email arrangement since news about the arrangement broke this spring. 
This committee always has been and will be focused on the four brave Americans we lost in Benghazi and providing the final definitive accounting of the Benghazi terrorist attacks for the American people, Gowdy said. Now, he should have added into this that we have reason to believe her private email server was hacked and compromised. How much information did the terrorists get from that email server that allowed them to plan the attack on the embassy? Uh, oh, well, you mean nobody can think that far down the line? She was the Secretary of State. She had classified emails, a lot of them, on her servers. The back and forth. She, she didn't have. Uh, she didn't have any other way for them to contact her because she only had, she only used the private email account, right? And nobody's looked into that BlackBerry account, have they? What's that all about? She didn't have. She didn't want to have to carry two devices, but she does carry two devices. What? What's on the BlackBerry? What's with the BlackBerry? Why didn't you tell us? Why'd you say you didn't have two devices? My God, these questions have not even been answered. How much did Iran find out about how far we were willing to go in the negotiations? Oh, I, I guess they got all they needed since we got squat in that deal. We got screwed and so did Israel. Got progs out there trying to tell us why it's a good deal. If you got to explain, it's not. It's that simple. The American people aren't idiots. If you have to explain why that is good, then it's not. You're obviously, obviously it's not. You're just going to say, oh, but look, it gets this, it does this, it does that. I haven't heard one intelligent thing come out of a prog's mouth since I tried this. She violated the Espionage Act. She should be going to jail. Forget about her run for president. That's the least of her worries. And Obama should have been impeached his first term. Yes, he should have. And now it's just ridiculous. All right, a down from CNSNews.com. Why was that up? Why was what an up? That was an up down. I'm not sure there was an up in there. Because Gowdy is standing up to these people. Well, they want to discredit the committee and have it dismantled. Except Gowdy doesn't make committee appointments. The speaker does. And the speaker can remove him from the... And the speaker can re- close down the whole committee. So people better be paying attention to who they wanting to choose as the next speaker of the House. Again, I say they should pick somebody that's not even in politics. That's why I said Trump should do that because he'll be perfect for the job. He's looking, he would take crap from nobody. Problem is, he's running for president, and he is also not eligible to be president. He's not a natural born citizen. He had a immigrant mother, therefore, native born, but not natural born. Anyway, let's move it on with Podliska. I swear he's, he's got to be Russian. And notice he was he was working for them, right? The Republicans, and now he's attacking the Republicans for doing what, not doing what he wanted them to do was to go after Clinton, but they said no. And he was such an incompetent jackass they got rid of him. So now he goes back. Oh, I gotta have 
I wanted to be in the Republican Party elite, so I wanted to work my up. Now i got to go to the Democrat Party and work my up that way. We don't need people like this in Washington, D.C. at all. Anyway, cnsnews.com. Are you sure you want to get into this, or do you want to take a break early? The Federal Bureau <laughs> of Prisons, a subdivision of President Caesar Brockus Obamus, Justice Department, has banished all pork products from the menus in all federal prisons, according to a report in the Washington Post. Oh, good old WAPO. Are they just wanting inmates to riot? You're going to take my bacon away? Really? Don't you remember when they flooded our judicial system when, it, when complaints about how they were fed, weren't fed what they wanted for Christmas dinner? And they're going to take sausage and bacon away from them? People are going to die over this. I'm telling you, you violence is going to break out in the prisons. People are going to die. Maybe that's what he wants. Maybe. There are too many people in the prisons. Well, he's, kill them re off, you he's know. releasing a whole bunch. He's releasing a whole bunch and not just nonviolent offenders. Nope. They are releasing violent offenders. Yes, they are. So, again, there is no better time, if you have not done so, than to go to your local gun store and purchase a firearm. People have been. All people should, because these, this is this violence is. It's not going to affect me here on top of my mountain, in the middle of nowhere. But it's going to affect all the people, all my fellow citizens that live in the high population areas. That's for sure. And of course, the most high population areas are always the places you're not allowed to carry a gun. I don't understand why people did aren't outraged at what Obama has said. How he dared to say that all the places with the strictest gun controls have the least amount of gun violence. What a crock of crap that is. I worked in New York City ghettos. Shoot, there were shootings every night, if not a murder every night. I know, you said this last show. And that was just in my PAR, not the whole of New York City. I know, you said this exact same phrase. I'm going to keep saying it because he is sending a piece of crap to a neighborhood near you. You understand? He's coming for your neighborhood. It's too nice and there's too many white people. That's right. We we got to decide where we live based on the percentages of minorities that do or do not live there. Well, and also, he's, which is not being brought up, he's probably going to look at the black, the black neighborhoods that are very nice, too, that have Republicans, that people there that vote Republican. What's their voting? There is no black neighborhood that's doing well. Affluent black people don't. Don't clump together like birds of a feather. They spread out because they're not collectivists. They're individuals. That's how they got out. That's how they thought for themselves and became a conservative. So, totally different breed of animal. <laughs> anyway, she's insisting on a break. So, it's Young Cooperative Radio Show. Stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> socialists, you will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. 
If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 Grandma, can you come out and play? Sure, Ellie. Oh my, you might want to come here and help Grandma. What's the matter, Grandma? Can't you stand? Oh, sorry, honey. It's my knees. They don't work the way they used to. Does this ever happen to you? Are you on Medicare? You may qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Call the health hotline to see if you qualify. Our friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have braces for your shoulder, ankle, or back pain. And if you're covered by Medicare, you may qualify for free delivery. Grandma, slow down. I can't keep up. Maybe you can use a knee brace too, Ellie. (laughs) Catch me if you can, kiddo. Call now to get your pain-relieving knee brace. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. That's Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Okay. Wow, we're not really using that much, are we? It's amazing. We should have no problems with the internet then. If we use such little bandwidth, why is why would we even be affected by the He's monitoring our bandwidth tonight, just so everybody knows what he's talking about. Because you do that a lot. I know, but I figure I'll talk to you and then you'll explain it to them. So now, Brian. They're taking away the pork but products. Now, what did we say, though? In order to battle these jihadists, we need to use pork products. That's right. Not take them away. 
Use I'm, them. I'm sorry. I'm not allowing Islam inside the prison system at all. What are you people, nuts? There's no imams. That, that, that's all that's in there. But if I was in charge, they, they'd be gone. Islam is not a religion. It is a empire. It is an empire designed for one thing and one thing only, to conquer the world for Lucifer. That's how I know Fuzzy Muzzies is going to be here forever because we're going to be fighting him during the end times, right? Well, I kind of think we're there. Like I said, no one knows how long it will last. All right, down. Yes, we started this before Eating the break. Bork. All right. Um, the government says it made the decision to do this because a survey showed that inmates do not like eating pork products. Really? Papa. I've never, I never met anyone who like didn't like bacon. Uh, anybody? Vegetarians don't count. They don't eat meat. There's no vegetarian. <laughs> but I bet in you, if prisons. I made bacon flavored veggies, they'd love it. Bacon, you can stick down every anything and make it taste good. This is so blatantly full of bull. I know. It's just like he said, oh, New York, D.C., Chicago, Los Angeles, all have the least gun violence in the nation. That's what he said, the ones with the toughest gun laws. Well, that's that would be those about places. Where there is the toughest gun laws, there is the highest crime rate. So... Same thing. They didn't ask the inmates squat. This is because of fuzzy muzzies. They don't want the fuzzy muzzies to have to worry about touching or coming in contact with pork, even just accidentally. I say make a bathe in it daily. Yeah, we wouldn't even need, and we brought this up before, we wouldn't even need all these TSA people because automatically the fuzzy muzzies wouldn't be allowed on planes after they wouldn't touch the pork, the pig air. The only downside is neither would Jews. That's true. Good point. I'm willing to risk it. I'm willing to, to have them have any inconvenience so that we can make sure no fuzzy muzzies are on the plane that are going to kill themselves. Yeah, but Jews are not. But, you know, they'll, they might do it anyway because they're not looking to kill themselves. And it, as long as they wash up and clean up, that's fine. The problem is if you die before... You get to make yourself clean again, quote unquote. Man, bacon. Even dogs like bacon. Don't you get the same commercials I used to get? Bacon strips? Bacon flavored treats for dogs? Bacon, 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 bacon. The Council on American Islamic Relations. What a stupid name. It there's there's nobody in there that has anything to do with making a council and uh, making our relationships better. The only thing they are is a propaganda wing. And, of course, you got to think of the most pro-anything name you could be so that even though you're selling the dog manure, you tell them it's filet mignon. <clears throat> so, anyway, Care said, We welcome the move by the government to deny pork to prisoners, but warned that it might spread Bark Islamophobia. No such thing. Islamophobia. What is a phobia, Susan? An uh, irrational fear of something. Right. Well, since I have a rational fear of Islam, 
I'm not a phobic. Now, am I? I don't have Islamophobia. I have, I studied it, hate it phobia. <laughs> it's not a phobia because it's not irrational. Okay, so most of the people that are cutting off heads and raping little most girls. Most of the people, no, all of the people. The all people doing any beheading around the world are Muslims. Right, and believe in Islam. So we, By definition, a Muslim believes in Islam. Uh, you, you, it's not a race. It's a religion. It's not like Jews, who can be Jewish, Jewish and Jewish, religiously and as a race. So these Muslims that are doing these horrific acts on other human beings that believe in Islam, we shouldn't be afraid of them. We shouldn't be afraid for me to be captured and be raped. I shouldn't be. No, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be afraid for them to cut off my head. I shouldn't be. You shouldn't be afraid they're going to take, try and take over the country. You shouldn't be. But they are. That's their own purpose in life. Procreating, getting large masses of, of what you call Islamic extremists, and then when they have the upper hand, they make their move. Right now, they're, in, they're still playing the victim card right now. That's Takiya, That's level one. That's only level one. So, uh, anyway, good. So back to the porkish, Porky, Porky the pig. Can they watch Porky the pig? <laughs> I'd make him watch it 24 hours a day. I despise Muslims. They're evil. Their their so-called religion is evil. That's the I'm not even going to debate it with anybody. I, anyone that disagrees with me, good. You're you're a wonderful, useful idiot and you make a nice dimmy. So, here are some experts from the report by the Post. The nation's pork producers are in an uproar. After the federal government abruptly removed bacon, pork chops, pork links, ham, and all other pig products from the national menu for 206,000 federal inmates. Look, I don't think it they It sucks should... that we even have 206,000 federal inmates to begin with. How many of them are in there for drug-related crimes? All, all those laws, all the things they were convicted for, that's unconstitutional. They're, they should be freed immediately. And I really don't want the prison. I don't want prisoners to have filet mignon for freaking Christmas dinner. But the, the oh, they had to have whatever their tradition. Everybody had to have whatever their traditional meal is. Everybody. Right. We're paying for this. Oh yes, we do. We pay for everything. But it's why he's doing this. Uh, I know why he's doing it. He's a fuzzy muzzy. He's a fuzzy muzzy lover, and this is for the fuzzy muzzies. It happens to be a whole lot of them in our prison systems because we decided it was a good idea because, like, places where there's all high black incarceration rate, like New York City, uh, well, we decided that they needed their own religion, and that'll make them, that'll pacify them. So they say that this... But this Islam is a religion for the black people. That is the black people's religion. That's how they sell it. And then they go in and they, they radicalize, if you can call it radical. They, they convert all these people in prison. And then when they get out, yeah, you guess that they're ready to roll fuzzy buzzies. Now, these particular types are all over the country in little training camps that the FBI is well aware of. I've been well aware of it for uh, six years. Something like that, maybe more, maybe less. Can't remember. Long time. Yeah, one of the most fit, one of the ones talked about ones is the one up in upstate New York. Still there. The FBI knows. Oh, we're keeping an eye on it. 
Well, they're in New York, and uh, and he, and they're and they're felons, and they're they're firing guns. They're training with guns, AK forty sevens. Yeah, AK forty sevens, pretty much. Uh, but they're not allowed to even own a gun. A convicted felon in New York is not allowed to own a gun. Now, I'm not for that because, again, once you let them out of prison, all in all unalienable rights return, whether you like it or not. So either keep them in prison or let them go. But if you let them go, they got to be free and have all their rights restored. I know it's not popular. I don't care. That's the way. That's the way it legally should work. Uh, this guy should. Uh, this guy should have to go to prison just for doing what he just did in prison. Oh, I don't care. He's a, he's such a crook, and the people that run him are such crooks, and the Clintons are such crooks. All of them need to be behind bars. So anyway, uh, two hundred six thousand, huh? Oh, just dropping the bucket. The band started with a new fiscal year last week. The Bureau of Prisons, which is responsible for running 122 federal penitentiaries and feeding their inmates three meals a day, said the decision was based on a survey of prisoners' food preferences. They just don't like the taste of pork. Everything likes the taste of pork. What the heck are you talking about? Especially pork fat. The National Pork Producers Council isn't buying it. I find it hard to believe that a survey would have found a majority of any population saying, no thanks, I don't want any bacon, said Dave Warner, a spokesman for the Washington-based trade association, which represents the nation's hog farmers. Now, where where are these people from that are claiming they hate pig that are in these prisons? Just go to a Denny's near, near where he lives and tell me, are they still ordering bacon? <laughs> Sausage? I think so. All right. I don't know anybody. I'm sorry. Like I said, except for ve- vegan, veg- vegetable head people, everybody loves bacon. Care told the Post that banning pork in federal prisons would accommodate Muslim prisoners. In general, we welcome the change because it's facilitating the accommodation of Muslim inmates. Right. And we must not learn to accommodate those little sons of bitches. Said Ibrahim Hooper. Oh, yeah, I get how much do Christians, how many, how much special treatment do Christians get in prison? Are there any Christians in prison? Sure, there are bad, bad Christians, or or newly saved Christians, uh, as they say, born again. Yep. So, so he's saying we, we of course, it's facilitating the accommodation of Muslim inmates, and we love that. We want you to accommodate us so much that we have we love it like Gitmo. We know every federal prison's got to be like Gitmo. It's going to be hard to get that weather though. But when and whenever that's it, Obama's is giving up, giving it back, done. What was the threat he just said about uh, if you don't help me? Close Gitmo. I'm, what did he say? He was going to release a bunch of violent prisoners out of the prison system. I Is forgot what he, he said. was. Some, he threatened. He threatened them that uh, Republicans have to help him close Gitmo, or else. Well, they don't have to do anything. It's a free country. You know, it's amazing how how people that were supposedly descendants of slaves just seem to love enslaving everybody. Including themselves. It's amazing. This is Ibrahim Hooper. 
a spokesman for the Council of American Islamic Relations, the country's largest Muslim civil rights. See, civil rights isn't what isn't a good thing. Civil rights for people that want to kill you and take over the world. I right, yeah, we need we need to teach them nice. They're not normal. They're not normal human beings. They're just not. Well, I guess every, I would say that every generation, the evil probably gets worse and worse in the followers because they're following Lucifer longer and longer. And, you know, I, they should never have believed Lucifer. I mean, uh, Allah, before when he said you're going to get 72 virgins, yeah. It's not gonna happen. It's the it's the king of lies. What are you kidding me? The prince of lies. Sorry, it must be someone better than. Uh, because it's facilitating combination, man. We hope it's not an indication of increasing number of Muslims in the prison system. <laughs> I love that last line. They're stuck. They're still stuck at level one. It's level one silent jihad. It's a key, and, and they're just. It, playing the card all the time. Yes, the wonderful fuzzy muzzies. And we played right into them. Yep. We created this this thing that isn't the United States of America with no traditional, no tradition at all. Just gone. It's, we have no traditions because our traditions have to be replaced with, well, now it's Muslims. Muslims have to replace all our, our, our religious holidays with Muslim holidays. And, and you're going to let that happen. Yeah, I've watched Christians run underground. Do you like being underground? Why are you letting the government do this to you? The overwhelming majority of people in America are Christian. Yep. Why are they allowing this government to tell them, to drive them underground? Why? There is nothing in the Constitution about this. That's a lie. It's an absolute bald-faced lie. And we... That, Easily broken one, too. Now, this is a good time for me to bring this up. We watch, if every other, I'm sure conservatives out there watch Sleepy Hollow. And last night, we watched an episode where the woman cop, who is partners now with, I keep forgetting his name, Ichabod. How could I forget Ichabod, Ichabod Crane? Crane? How could I forget that? Anyway. So Ichabod, I don't know. I don't know. So she goes back in time. It's a long story, but anyway. So so she, don't start it. No, no, because this is this is what Benjamin Franklin said. So they ended up going to find Benjamin Franklin, and Ichabod did not believe her story about being from the future. And he said, "Are you going to believe this?" He wasn't from the future. No, no, no. She was. The lieutenant was. She, I said that. She was. Okay. She was talking to Ichabod at that time. And he knew nothing about his wife being a witch right. or any of that stuff. I know any of his stuff. So anyway, she's back in time. And in, he said, well, you know, she said, George, you know, Franklin would help us because he believes, you know, in, in you know, he was an inventor and he was really open-minded. Anyway. And yeah, probably, and supposedly a Freemason. Right. So he, Ichabod says to Franklin, do you believe this story? And he literally said, do you see what's standing before you? You, this is a young black woman. She's educated. He says, what do you do for a living? She says, I'm a police lieutenant. She's law enforcement. He said, Ichabod, this is what we're fighting for right now. So that our future generations would do this. A young, educated black woman. Would you ever think that you would see that? I almost cried. What do you mean? They have seen it. 
Don't you don't you remember even I know you didn't read Tocqueville. Even the slaves were educated. Exactly. But she was free. But not a free person. Right. Charge, exactly, blah, blah, blah. exactly. But he, you there know, were times when they they served in the Congress. Yes, and they did serve in the in the military. Not not women. For, well, they were they were like sort the, of a different the, right. They were the uh, camp followers. But I just loved that they actually the show actually allowed him to say that about America. Yeah. Well. The show's been uh, uncooperative from the beginning, which is why I'm amazed that they're that still going. They allowed to come back on. It must be so popular; they just can't get rid of it. No, they, you're absolutely right. They probably can't. But that statement, you know, I, I just said to myself, I was thinking about all those people, those pieces of crap protesting Black Lives Matter. Well, oh, and you Frank, know? but Franklin also knew that his wife was a witch. Well, he asked her, and she told him. He made Wicked Cabal go away and go get his book. Right. And then she told him that he was. But that wasn't the, my point was when I was sitting there watching and hearing this actor say this, the first thing that came to my mind is the stupid protesters for Black Lives Matter. We I, are the greatest country. You, you have equality here. Cut it no, out. No, we don't have equality. I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about the uh, blacks. <laughs> well, equal with who? They get special treatment. That's not equal. They're above us. Do they have to? Go, do they have to go to work? No, they live off us going to work. Welfare. No, not all black people, but all black Americans know what I'm talking about. Especially the ones that are conservative. They know all too well about the the people that he they kind of left behind by becoming a conservative, and immediately became a race traitor. That's it's just the way. It's an amazing thing to watch. Every successful black man or woman in America is a race traitor. Oh, they're going after Ben Carson with all four barrels. Uh, I don't know how you can beat up on Carson. They're trying real hard. Yeah, he doesn't seem to care. You would laugh at them. You wouldn't even go on these shows. <laughs> oh yes, I would. I yeah. I would I would laugh at them all the way to the bank, just like Trump does. I'd stir up the controversy. I'd reply and I'd make it worse, and I just keep. Just keep going until I got everything I could out of it because it's free advertising. I don't have to spend money on advertising if everybody's always talking about me, right? Yeah. I love that interview that we heard on uh, Dana Lash's show last night about uh, the guns that you mean, what do you mean if, if they didn't take away the guns in Germany that, you know, it would have been harder for them to take everybody over. Like he couldn't wrap his brain around that. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Would it make the question was would it make it harder? Of course it would make it harder. I know he just that, I mean that's an obviously it's of course it would make it harder. <laughs> only only that's how you trap an ideologue like a deer caught in headlights. You ask them a question like that and they they, they don't know what to do. They, they don't know what the right thing to say is. But we have to run to a break. This is the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. <laughs> The changes in the military fostered by the Clinton administration have provided the opportunity to create an elite new fighting force. The Big K-1. Their mission? Nail Saddam Hussein. Well, who does this nails anyway? You're quiet, soldier. Uh, listen up, uh, man. Uh, we'll be leaving for Baghdad from Fort Dix. Ooh. Let's go. 
Roberta Flack. I love her. We're here. We're playing and going down. <laughs> Be with us again next time when the Crux soldiers close in on Saddam. Oh no, Stan! It's a good thing I wore my combat songs on the Big K One. And now, from Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string, and he shouts, Allah Akbar, and kill the infidels. Pull it again, and Jihad begins to sweat profusely, and screams, Everyone back up, or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final pole, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone... Thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Burqa Barbie. Hello, I'm Frank Bartles, and this here's my partner, James Brown. As the weather starts getting too hot, too hot. <laughs> we hope you will reach for one of these. New Bartles and James Brown wine cooler. It tastes good. They come in three funky flavors. <laughs> Gravity grape, Get down. prime of passion fruit, oh, and my personal favorite, papaya. Papaya's got a brand new bag. <laughs> It'll get you off faster than a big city lawyer. <laughs> And a single pack serves six to ten, just like James. <laughs> New Bartles and James Brown wine coolers. The cooler cooler, made in the cooler. Now behind bars everywhere. And, uh, thank you for your support. Our hidden cameras caught Mrs. Helen Grouse of Columbus, Ohio, in the act of shoplifting at an A&P store. We asked other shoppers if they'd be deterred from shoplifting if we punished Mrs. Grouse by killing her. Let's listen. Excuse me, ma'am, have you ever shoplifted... Well, well, yeah, yes, I have. Oh? Uh-huh. Yeah, on occasion I snitched a can of salmon or a jar of artichoke hearts. And, well, know. let me ask you this. What? Here's a woman we just caught shoplifting. Oh, boy. Now, if we were to punish her mm-hmm. by killing her mm-hmm. right now, would that convince you not to shoplift? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of an impulse sort of thing, and I really doubt if you'd kill her. I mean, I'd have to say I, 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 I'd probably shoplift again. I see. Well, watch this. We are! Now, what have we done? Well, uh, uh, you just shot her in the head. And would you say that she's dead? Well, her whole head is blown off. Yeah, she's she's dead all right, yeah. Now, let me ask yeah, you again. Yeah. Do you think we've convinced you not to shoplift? Well, I have to say I'd never shoplift again. Why do you say that? Well, you just proved to me that you'd kill someone if they shoplifted. I saw it with my own eyes. You're not just saying that. No, no, no. I'm really convinced. You won't change your mind. Nope. I'll never shoplift again. At A&P, we won't stop trying till we make you say... We are...
Hey, how you kids doing? I guess you want some candy. Yeah! But uh, first, I think you'll agree, we need some uh, fundamental fairness in candy distribution. What? We need to spread the candy around so that it's fair for everyone. Uh, okay. See, it uh, works like this. First, I'll take all of you. The private sector is doing fine. President Obama's promise to get national unemployment under 8% has not yet been realized. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Uh, The private sector is doing fine. The recovery has kind of slowed down. You can see that in our jobs numbers. Uh, The private sector is doing fine. It's the weakest recovery we've ever had. Uh, The private sector is doing fine. Cooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. Ow, right We're now. getting better at that. <laughs> Somewhat. Okay. Uh, Sunday show. Oh, we get it up. Because we're, we're, we're done. We're talking about Muslims, bacon, and civil rights, right? Civil rights are nonsense. Unalienable rights are, well, unalienable. And they're, they're they're like super rights from God. Civil rights right. are from man. Correct. Why would you want that? Civil rights aren't a right, really, because it comes from government. Government. We, we do not get any of our rights you. from government. None of them. The kingdom doesn't grant us anything. And that thing up there is not supposed to do all the things that it's doing. But this isn't up. I'm I'm hesitant to even try. I'm not in a good mood for ups. I might ruin it. Let's see. From CNS News. Kelsey Grammer. Best known for his role as psychiatrist Dr. Fraser Crane. On the sitcoms Cheers and Fraser. Was recently photographed wearing a pro-life t-shirt. Yes, for those that have watched Fraser and have never seen Cheers, Fraser was a spin-off from Cheers. And he also played um, Slideshow Bob. Slideshow Bob in The Simpsons. Simpsons. Slideshow Bob, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so Dr. Fraser Crane there, Kelsey Grammer, was photographed wearing a pro-life t-shirt. The shirt reads, Would it bother us more if they used guns? The words wrap around a handgun, and below that is a website address, abort73.com. The picture was taken by Grammar's wife, Kate, and posted on her Instagram account. The message of the shirt indicates that concern over recent deaths and gun shootings should also play apply to unborn babies. Abort73 is a pro-life organization that describes its mission this way. While Abort 73 offers a broad abortion education to people of all ages, we are the most anxious to reach students and young adults. Young people tend to be more open-minded, more willing to change their mind, and less likely to have a personal stake in the justifying in justifying abortion. Plus, more than half... Who wants to be on that side of the debate? Uh, I'm sorry. 
Plus, more than half of all abortions are performed on women younger than 25. Changing the way America thinks about abortion begins with changing the way that American students think about abortion. If we had more in the advertising budget, we would undoubtedly find new ways to spend it. But for the time being, our existing marketing strategy has served us well. Even if we could afford a big budget ad campaign, there's no guarantee that anyone would sell us the ad space. Until this becomes a popular message amongst the powers that be, change must come from the bottom up. More and more people coming to the same conclusion. Change must come from the bottom up. So that was a nice, that was a nice story. Yeah, well, we all know Kelsey Grammer was conservative, right? Yeah, that's probably why he no longer has a TV show. <laughs> I imagine he'd be working right now. All right, down from USA Today. Already have plans... What? Already have plans to spend that big end-of-year bonus on something special? Man, we are really ruining the English language. You might want to stop dreaming. While you're at it, you might want to stop planning, too. A recent study proclaimed troubling news for workers. For the fifth year in a row, employee bonus pools will come in below target, according to the benefits, consulting firm Towers Watson. And 2015 bonuses will be funded even less than last year. That means that companies have fallen short of their financial goals. So expect whatever end-of-year gift you were hoping for, planning for, to be a disappointment. A different, compensa- a different compensation research firm, Aon Hewitt, disagrees with Towers' findings and said bonus pools are basically right on target this year. 102% of target, actually. Don't plan to buy that new car just yet, however. Both companies agree on one thing. There will be no raises this year or next, or maybe not for a long time. Base salary increases are flat. We don't see the prospect of that changing much at all in the next several years, said Ken Abosh, who studies compensation issues for Aon Hewitt. In other words, the fi- if the red light's on, you're not going to start it. In other words, the annual raise is dead. It was already on life support last decade, but the Great Recession has finished off the raise. It's been replaced by variable compensation, the bonus. See chart from Ed Hewitt below. The quiet revolution has been the change in compensation mix, Abbas said. Through a series of recessions, organizations have pulled back dramatically on fixed costs, and base salaries are often a company's most significant fixed cost. They have a compounding effect and create a drag on an organization's ability to change. In a perfect world, variable compensation allows companies to align corporate and workers' incentives, and it rewards high performers and hard workers. It also allows companies to pull back on employee costs during the hard times without resorting to layoffs. In reality, 
switching from raises to bonuses has mucked up a lot of things. For starters, it's hard to make long-term financial plans with such short-term financial commitments from your employer. It's nerve-wracking to take on a 30-year mortgage if your income is $100,000 this year, but might be $80,000 next year. Workers also complain that the relationship between performance and bonus is often indirect, determined by factors outside their control, such as turnover in other departments or the overall economy. In a larger sense, when a substantial portion of a worker's compensation is unpredictable, one benefit of full-time work fades. The bonus employee ends up in the same boat as the independent contractor, not quite knowing what their income will be in the future. The Aon Towers-Watson disagreement about funding of bonus pools speaks to the high degree of uncertainty that variable compensation can bring. I have no idea what I was supposed to get out of that. <laughs> okay. Wait, uh, so, it's a down. I know it's a down. I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from it. Because I, I don't think they saying... should get the bonuses anyway. These ridiculous CEO, like they said, everybody else performs well. You get a billion dollar bonus. What do I get? $500 million bonus, I'll say that, because I know that was true. $500 million bonus. Or how about the golden parachutes? You know, where they get to all this money for leaving. Well, my point for bringing this up is they keep saying the economy is so great that we are recovering. What Obama's doing is working. Nobody is reporting like what every, well, conservatives are screaming from the high holy heavens inflation is going up we can't afford our groceries we're not getting any like this they're not getting bonuses they're not getting raises people aren't even working full-time and the economists i listen to fox business news for goodness sake they keep saying the economy is doing well it's slow but it's doing well it's coming back and it's not it's stagnant how do they figure it's doing well i know anyway um in honor of this, I want to play Milton Freeman. I never get to do this and during the commercial breaks because it's a little bit long. But I want to everyone to hear his view on socialism. Okay? Yes, Susan, push, the button. push the button. And the other button. When you see around the globe the maldistribution of wealth, the, the desperate plight of millions of people in underdeveloped countries, uh, when you see so few haves and so many have-nots, when you, when you see the greed and the concentration of power within, aren't you ever, did you ever have a moment of doubt about capitalism and whether greed's a good idea to run on? Well, first of all, tell me, is there some society you know that doesn't run on greed? You think Russia doesn't run on greed? You think China doesn't run on greed? What is greed? Of course, none of us are greedy. It's only the other fellow who's greedy. <laughs> This, the world runs on individuals pursuing their separate interests. The great achievements of civilization have not come from government bureaus. Einstein didn't construct his theory under order from a, from a, a bureaucrat. Henry Ford didn't revolutionize the automobile industry that way. In the only cases in which the masses have escaped from the kind of grinding poverty you're talking about, the only cases in recorded history, or where they, where they have had capitalism and largely free trade. 
If you want to know where the masses are worth, worse off, worst off, it's exactly in the kinds of societies that depart from that. So that the record of history is absolutely crystal clear that there is no alternative way so far discovered of improving the lot of the ordinary people that can hold a candle to the productive activities that are unleashed by a free enterprise system. But it seems to reward not virtue as much as ability to manipulate the system. And what does reward virtue? You think the uh, communist commissar rewards virtue? You think a Hitler rewards virtue? You think, excuse me, if you'll pardon me, do you think American presidents reward virtue? Do they choose their appointees on the basis of the virtue of the people appointed or on the basis of their political clout? Is it really true that political self-interest is nobler somehow than economic self-interest? You know, I think you're taking a lot of things for granted. And just tell me where in the world you find these angels who are going to organize society for us. Well, I don't even trust you to do that. Thank you, Milton Friedman, for that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we need to get away from this notion of, you know, that economy is evil, that capitalism is evil, because we don't even really have capitalism here in the United States. They keep saying we do, but we don't. We don't have a free market, and there is no such thing as a free trade agreement. None. So we have to get away from this notion Melissa Harris Perry, that people that own businesses are evil. Uh, it's ludicrous. And if we did live in a freer market, we wouldn't have this problem with these bonus pools and all of this nonsense that's going on in the economy. Uh, that's why I wanted to bring this article up because, again, they keep telling us everything is fine, and it's not. It is not fine. Now, I am going to play, I haven't played this either because it's very long, but I want to play this as an adjunct to this economy, um, Milton Freeman. So I'm going to push another button. If a scientist says the temperatures are up 0.01 degree, lead story around the country in every newspaper. But when somebody with decades of experience comes out and says global warming is a manufactured crisis, no one cares, and you can hear a pin drop. How do I know? because that is exactly what happened last week when the founder of the Weather Channel wrote an article that began, and I quote, it is the greatest scam in history. I'm amazed, appalled, and highly offended by it. Global warming, it is a scam. But since that opinion doesn't fit nicely into the mouth of the media beast, hello NBC, uh, you probably didn't hear a word about it. Well, now you will. John Coleman is the founder of the Weather Channel. He was also the first weatherman ever on Good Morning America, and he is currently weatherman at KUSI News in uh, San Diego. Uh, John, your head about exploded with the NBC thing this week. Is that what is that was the breaking point for you? Well, I've been listening to all the global warming talk for a long time and posting material about global warming on our website. But finally, uh, the crescendo of global warming myth nonsense exploded in my head. Our world faces a true planetary emergency. 
We have tried and tried and tried to get a debate on global warming mm -hmm. with scientists on the other side. Al Gore or any of the uh, scientists behind him over at the UN IPCC, we'd love to have a debate with them, but they say, oh no, the debate is over. Yeah. Well, now there are 30,000 of us. Mm -hmm. We have 30,000 scientists, 9,000 PhDs, who have signed up to debunk global warming, mm -hmm. and uh, they still won't listen to us. Under my plan, uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. What was the turning point for you? What? Because I know that you said that you went in to look for an honest answer. You thought, maybe it's real. What was the thing that stood out and you went, this is absolutely bogus? Well, when I looked at the hockey stick graph that was produced in Manning's original report, and it showed a steady line temperature through the millenniums, and then a sudden rise, Global, I knew that that was incorrect. Yeah. I, I knew it couldn't possibly be, and I started asking experts about it, and I started digging into how that was produced, and I found out it was bogus science. It yeah. wasn't real. The numbers had been massaged. Our world faces a true planetary emergency. It's the American worker who is going to be disadvantaged in many ways because of this theory that the majority wants to impose upon the American family, which according to the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, would spike the cost of energy for the average American family of somewhere between $700 and $2,200 a year. Under my plan uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. Nobody in this country realizes that cap-and-trade is a tax, and it's a great big one. If somebody wants to build a coal power plant, they can. It's just that it will bankrupt them because they're going to be charged a huge sum for all that uh, greenhouse gas that's being emitted. Global warming. It is a scam. Crisis. Scam. The Heritage Foundation, just last week, the Brookings Institution, has also put out how many jobs are going to be lost by this. The Heritage Foundation is estimating that you're looking at anywhere from over 1.5 million jobs being lost. Uh, you're carrying it out to the end date with the, uh, the Brookings Institute's about 2.5%. Bankrupt. Scam. One in three Michigan families are behind over 30 days in their electricity bill. One in three. One in three. What this bill says is we're just not going to crush you. We know you guys can't have big fancy lobbyists and who help negotiate the bill and can discuss very complicated allocations of 35% that really don't mean 35% that deal with future contract purchases and the fluctuating They don't care. They know that they got a refrigerator that they have to have electricity to to keep their food cold and fresh for their family. They know that when their kids get on the computer, it costs them more money to do their homework. That's what they know. And they know that they just want somebody, somewhere, to stand up and say, hey, what about me? What about the little guy? I'm having a hard time making my house payment. And, and, and the statistics show one in three houses can't even make their electric bill payment on time. And all we're asking is give them a break, please. Thank you for that. And we're going to go to a short commercial break. We're going to let you stew on that one for a while.
If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 that's 800-764-9168. Doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Oh! Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. You know, the cap and trade that I just played? Uh. It's terrible that it is still relevant. Because we heard Obama say about, you know, if you want to build a coal-fired plant, the, the, the whole bit. It's, it's happening. We, why don't people believe this guy when which, he says something? Which guy? Obama. Oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> they haven't figured out how to translate Obama talk yet, it seems. Most of the time, he's whatever he says he's gonna, not going to do, he's going to do. 
And that's now like, he's got something new. This last time he, he got reelected by the people of this country, maybe. Um, <clears throat> he just changed to now saying, "I can do whatever I want." Apparently, and he does. He can. <laughs> yes, apparently. So now he, he can. tells you exactly what he's going to do. Yep, he definitely does. He's coming for our guns. Yes. He thinks he is. Oh, he is. Just like the EPA. No one's stopping it. No, actually, I said that the last show. They are stopping parts of the EPA. Yes, they are. But unfortunately, it's like you saying. What parts? Well, the the water thing, the water act thing. That has nothing to do with that. Taking them to court for that. Yeah, and the, and the court said, you do not do it to these states. And they said, fine. And again, I have a question. Who thinks that the national government should be in charge of making sure the national government's doing what it's supposed to be doing anyone anyone believes that this supreme court was supposed to be this it doesn't doesn't know anything about the founding of this nation in no way was the supreme court supposed to be able to do this they weren't look what well, good example if they could if they had no jurisdiction in marbury v madison why do they have jurisdiction now? They said in the decision of Marbury who met they didn't have the jurisdiction. And that was a supposedly an employee dispute, right? They said they had no, so how do they have jurisdiction now? They don't. How come if how come the constitution is so confusing that one side says means this and the other side says it means something completely the opposite? It, well, read it for God's sakes. It, that's ridiculous. You can't do that. It's not. There's no way to be on both sides of this because this is law. This is what's written. This is what the Constitution is. Definition of is is Bill. And uh, next time, you know, some one of the elected cockroaches mentions the word Constitution, applaud him, and then ask him a question about the Constitution, and watch him not be able to answer. Oh, it could be her, too. Well, or it, maybe. I don't know. I didn't know this, but they, at the beginning of each session of the Congress, in the House of Representatives, they read the Constitution out loud. Yep. And they have no clue what the words mean. They're probably reading. They're not even their, listening. They're in their Blackberries. They're, they're texting. Yeah, they're, they're not listening to the Constitution, obviously, because if they did, they'd know that then they wouldn't be able to do all the things they want to do. So... To them, it's just like, yeah, yeah, who cares? Let them read it. That, that, see, that's even more disgusting now that I know it. More infuriating. Infuriating? <laughs> infuriating. Look, to, all right, explain to me how so-called conservative talk radio hosts who've been on the job for, oh, decades, you know, uh, how come they never learned the Constitution or U.S. history? I could I could list off a whole host of the first thing about the Constitution. Exactly. No. But I don't want to because I'm not trying to put people down. I'm just saying, why if they really cared about you, why didn't they do what I did? I wasn't even getting paid. And I started doing this. I said, you know, I really need to know what I'm talking about. And so I went and studied U.S. history and the Constitution. Why didn't they? Well, the only one I know who really has done it since. Like, like, he grew into it, not someone who 
brand new like Andrew Wilkow. Uh, and that, and it's Mike Church. He's the only one I saw go from knowing almost nothing about the Constitution to doing movies on United States history and the founding. Where can they learn the Constitution? The absolute best way anyone can learn the Constitution is by going to thepatriotspub.us and listen from episode one. Uh, that's just starts in 1763. It puts the founding and everything that happened into complete perspective, including the Constitution. We will go through the Constitutional Convention day by day using James Madison's official notes and and beyond. There's a whole special after we get past the Constitution. There's a whole special, not just one segment, a bunch on the history of slavery. Very interesting. You'll you'll learn about history. It's not new. It's been around like forever. <laughs> Okay, and with that, I need to push the button. Push the button. Baghdad, military setting, and the troops don't know the messiah they're getting. I'm the creme de la creme of the media's world on a tour with everyone but Dan Rather. Time flies. Doesn't seem a minute since the Illinois Senate had Barry in it. Our troops cleaned upside the city. I'd say thanks, but they only get my pity. Whether it's Jordan or Afghanistan... Or Kuwait? Or, or where are we? One night in Baghdad and Farad's our savior. The surge is working, Barry just don't care. Okay. Thank you, Paul Shanklin. Shanklin.com. Yes. He does the singing on these parodies so great. I don't know if he does all of them. I think he uh, he might have had someone to do it with him. I don't know. I'd have to look at the song uh, credits. If it is all of them, that one voice doesn't sound like him at all. But He's very talented. Very talented. And every Christmas, he has special on his CDs. So keep that in mind for your conservative gift list. All right, so anyway, again, PatriotsPub.us, PatriotsPub.us, U.S. History of the Constitution, Just the Facts. Please listen from Episode 1. You will know the, you will know the Constitution, period. You will know it. And that's what we want. And maybe you can send recordings to some of your favorite talk show hosts that never talk about the Constitution, it seems, that doesn't know all that much about it. Or your elected cockroaches. Oh, I advise you to burn copies and send them to your elected cockroaches. you got to be kidding me. There is no cop. We All three of us gave up our copyright for any educational purpose that does not make a profit. If it makes a profit, you could still do it, but you got to cut us in. We are capitalists, you know. All right. Our military heroes from USA Today. The officer in charge of Sergeant Bo Burdall's Article 32 preliminary hearing has recommended that the soldier accused of desertion avoid jail time for his actions, according to Burdall's civil defense attorney. Lieutenant Colonel Mark Visigers report to General Robert Abrahams, Abrams, sorry, like the tank, Abram tank, the head of the Army Forces Command who is in charge of the case, also will advise that the matter be decided at a special court-martial. 
Lawyer Eugene Fidel told Army Times on Saturday. Confirming reports in other media outlets, soldiers facing special courts martial can receive no more than a year in jail and no worse than a bad conduct discharge. Punishments regarding hard labor and pay forfeiture have similar restrictions. Visger also recommended Bergdahl not face a punitive charge, uh, punitive discharge for his alleged actions, Fidel said. A memo for Bergdahl's defense team to Visger regarding the report, released late Friday by Fidel to media members, said the officer's recommendations didn't go far enough and requested non-judicial punishment, better known as an Article 15, instead of a special court-martial. Wow. Bo Bergdahl, still talking about him, huh? Oh, wait, isn't isn't him a he now? Did we pay for, have, to have his sex change? I, I can't keep these people straight in my head. I thought it was him. So he is a she. I don't know. I can't believe that we would... The, the guy's in prison. You don't get to do anything you want to do in your prison. You don't get to have elected surgery paid. How do you know he didn't get caught on purpose just so you would and I would be forced to pay for his sex change? And it looks like they're not going to do much to him. Um, I don't know... I don't know why the article just ends that way, but okay. No. That's what's happening in Bergdahl world. Believe it or not, still going on. From the Daily Caller, a Defense Equal Opportunity Management Institute course approved by the Department of Defense is under fire for la- labeling the Bible, the U.S. Constitution, and the Declaration of Independence sexist materials. Where, where does this guy work again? Ugh. I don't understand why we allow people to trash our founding documents and the Bible. Christianity being what founded this nation. Yes, the overwhelming majority were Christians fleeing Christian persecution. The Daily Caller reported the class given by the D-E-O-M-I, kind of sounds like, oh my God, right? An an organization with a mission to provide a, quote, world-class human relations education was actually removed from the group's website upon questioning. But the fact they were there at all and approved by the Defense Department for use was alarming. There's enough to show some who saw irony in the fact U.S. military service members are actually required to take an oath to uphold the Constitution. Yes, from all, from, from both within and without. You have to uphold the Constitution both from enemies from within and without. The short version, the important part, that none of us seem to be wanting to do. I am an oath keeper. And I take my oath seriously. So they're required to take that oath, and then they're told 
it's it's worthless. I, what, what, this is how screwed up the militaries with their damn man, manipulating human lives. It's like a testing ground for a progressive nonsense. Start with oh, gun-free zone. That's our military bases. Notice they get hit too, right? Oh yeah. No, we can't let the the marine recruiters carry a sidearm, uh, or and or put bulletproof glass up. It seems. What's next, ladies and gentlemen? What else are they going to come up with next? That instead of arming them, why is the army so so afraid of keeping the army armed? I'm confused. The military has disarmed the military. Why? What? There's no military. This is the stupidest. This is like Pearl Harbor. Why were all the planes stuck together like that? They're never, ever supposed to be like that. It's the same thing. Stands out. Uh, just, just this is conflict of human manipulation, is what it is. Uh, what do we got? We got to get rid of that oath or change it or something. Lace wing. I forget what these things are called. Lace wing something or other. So, okay, so they're sexist now, so I don't know what that, I, I guess that means if anyone says the word Constitution, Declaration of Independence, or, uh, or the Bible, that immediately you're up, up into sexual harassment charges or something? Right. <laughs> well, uh, don't put it past them, ladies and gentlemen. The course called The Three Texts, Historical Influences That Allowed Sexism to Continue. A copy of one of the documents indicated why. The Declaration of Independence doesn't refer to men and women, but rather only men. Well, back then, uh, men were the ones that fought war. Men were the ones who served in government. Men were the ones who owned property. But, to be fair, it's even more than that. It's when you Look... Right next to, I'm sitting here with their quote staring me in the face. The first thing says men, M-E-N. And then there's the word N. And then there's woman. And the only difference between men and women is the woe. They didn't, they didn't, they say man, when they said all mankind, did, when the, he cooked, when the astronaut took his first step on the moon, giant step for mankind, was he being sexist? No, females are all part of the mankind, which is why woman and men is part of woman. And or woman, either way. What do you bet they're going to change what they call us? They want to change the name they're of not, woman. Uh, they can do whatever they want, but they're going to change me from calling people men and women. Anyway, the declaration been done for men and women. The Bible has references that can be misinterpreted as having sexist influence when brought out of context and not fully understood. Well, then we should learn the Bible. Shouldn't we? We should learn the Bible. And if that's the case, why was woman created? Why was woman why were women created? It was only one woman. Why? For Adam God made Eve specifically for Adam. This is where the the roots of marriage are. Genesis. 
I didn't see God made a man for Adam, did he? No. Later on, did did he make a woman for Eve? No. No, he didn't. Pretty simple stuff. If you're an atheist, I don't really care what you think. Honestly, I don't. You're, you're not worth talking to. You're someone too stupid to know that God exists. And, and that's just... What else are you going to say? Where do you go from there? You're a doofus. Uh, yes, if we're thinking we're superstitious doofuses, make sure you're even a bigger doofus. Not doofuses, hun. Doofus I? Yes. <laughs> That's the one word no one is going for. Everyone's going for doofus. I even read in a headline on CNS that they called... I'm not, uh, changing, actually... my, I'm not changing my show or my rhetoric because other people start doing it. No, I know that, but you like the doofusai. No one will go near the doofusai. We'll see. We'll see. They actually, the headline was they called Ashley Judd a doofus. <laughs> CNS News. I was like, all righty then. You know why? No. Because she was on a talk show and she was saying that Hillary Clinton is overqualified to be president. Just like. Good, she's... then she can't have the job. If you're overqualified, you don't get hired, right? All right. Goodbye. She's more qualified than Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. If you want to know who the cool eye drinkers are in the country, find out who believes that. They're the doofus eye. More than the people that Madison helped create the United States Constitution, so did Jefferson indirectly. Uh, but they, you know, best. This is ridiculous. They're killing us with this diversity nonsense. Oh, if not, if it's misunderstood, that's not a problem. How how do you understand it? Where did you go to get your degree and uh, being able to tell people what the Bible means? The idiot that's writing this is making these broad statements like he understands it. oh if taken out of context it can be full not fully understood yeah of course people do that all the time it's called it, quoting out of context so what's your point oh it can be misconstrued but if it's misconstrued the bible there's nothing wrong with the bible itself because you're saying the bible sexist if it requires some it to be misunderstood then it's not the bible's fault right I get an idea. Why don't you let chaplains be chaplains and let them teach the Bible? Then you wouldn't be misunderstood. And the Constitution's reference to we the people only includes whites, the document stated. Excuse me? Where, where, where did you get it only included whites? Oh, black man's in the Constitution. Slaves got representation in the House of Representatives. Did you know that? Yeah. This is all part of the three-fifths deal that everybody hates. Oh, they're just two cars. three-fifths of a human being. For the purposes of taxation and representation only. You had the South claiming them as property who didn't want the, <laughs> that, that uh, say their property, but then wanted them to be counted for seats in the House of Representatives, and they get the other side. Tell they they're saying they're free. They should be free men. We shouldn't have slavery. They 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 fought about it until they were just about to go home. Uh, and they had to they had to come up. They weren't going to get rid of slavery. It was not possible. It just wasn't possible. 
But they set it up to fail. They set things in motion in the Constitution that would eventually eliminate it. And it eventually was. So their plan worked. And yet everybody complains about the three-fifths of a person. Now, they considered slaves 100% humans, and they wanted them freed. More than half of those at convention felt this way. They felt it was slavery was against God. Just telling you the facts. And the South wasn't going to budge because the South would, would, they would die. They would have had nothing. They, there weren't enough people to work the fields. They, were, they, they just would have shut down. would have been over. Right, and that would have affected our economy. Yes, greatly. <laughs> uh, but anyway, including only whites. I know the old whites, rich slave owners, uh, when most of them did, did not own slaves. And some of the ones that did didn't want to own slaves, only only because people gave them his gifts. I know, that should, that's disturbing to say the least. All right. Um, slaves and women were not included until later in history. Women were included. Again, when we say all of mankind, are we leaving women out? Do you feel left out if someone says all of mankind? Or do you understand that that includes you? Only when politics start getting involved. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't we don't consider that inclusion. Well, we got to say women, men and women. It's just disgusting. Man. You know, it's never ending. But this might actually backfire on them because it's going to bring the Constitution to the forefront of discussion again, and they really don't want that. And the Bible, because they don't understand either. If they did, they wouldn't be Democrats because they're, they're screwing us and they know they're screwing us and they know they'd be going to hell. Lieutenant Commander Nate Christensen, a spokesman for the Department of Defense, said to the Daily Caller, the content of the lesson is provided to generate academic discussion concerning how these historical documents have been included in discussions about the topic of sexism. Are they really going to make a move to get rid of the Constitution once and for all? It seems like it. You can't take these things seriously. Sexist documents. Slavery. Oh, my God. The whole world had slaves, but oh, my God, we did too. Again, slavery came from Europe, not from America. Since the Daily Caller's questioning of the matter, the content of the courses, along with a couple of others seen by some as objectionable, have been removed and placed under review. Christensen downplayed the sudden disappearance of the course materials from the online forum. DEOMI online materials are periodically pulled to review to ensure accuracy and relevance, he said. The news outlet reported. The racism, sexism, and prejudice and discrimination are currently undergoing that review process. Yeah, uh, here's an idea. If we were so sexist, how come all the women knew how to read, write, and do math? Oh, and understood the Bible. Yes, they went to, if they weren't taught at home, I actually just highlighted this on the Women of the Revolution show, now found on TalkShoe.com. <laughs> You, if you're gonna do that, you've got to tell the talkcast ID. So, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll write it down. Yeah, or you guys can. We can eventually get your domain to just point towards it. 
Okay. Anyway, it's called the Women of the Revolution. I do it with another um, woman, Deb, and she's in Virginia. But we highlighted this because there was two ways that children were educated back in colonial days. And one was at home, and that was a lot happened down south because of the plantations, and they needed the children around to do work, and the poorer people needed the kids around to help them you know, do their work. So it was taught at home. And then the other one, the ones that had more you know, money, more influence money they were calling what they were taught in what's called dame schools and it was taught by a tutoress and they call and she knew how to read and write so she could teach the kids and the boys went on if they wanted to to college settings and then the girls would stay at the dame schools because they also got and they had to have arithmetic now brian you are absolutely right because who took care of the household expenses women right so they had to know how to read and write and do arithmetic. Well, it just, it, it was never thought that they should be allowed. That's the point. Uh, this is, look, left-wing liberal progressive socialist comedy, fascist bastard drivel. That's all it is. Now they've got to call an inanimate object sexist. It, it doesn't live, it doesn't live, it doesn't breathe. So it can have no prejudice, no sexism or anything. It's a document, not a living, breathing anything. It means what it meant when they put that pen to ink, not what it means after the Supreme Court decides it has power to review all law, even though the Constitution doesn't give them that power. And now we, we listen to them. They'll tell us what the Constitution means. Every time I get into a debate with a conservative con- uh, Constitution, they, they lose the debate off the mark, and they don't even know it because just how they refer to the Constitution. It, there's so much, if by just reading it, you're not going to understand, mostly because you don't understand the language and the way they used to use it back then. Uh, also because there are some things that, you've been taught that is in your head now and your brain is going to go towards that meaning when you read it every time it's a hard thing to break sort of like the establishment clause go ahead read it to yourself five times and tell me how the hell that means you can't pray in church or you can't i'm sorry you can't pray in a in a government buildings you can't have a statue of the ten commandments which is the foundation of our legal system uh we don't want that either I know atheists don't think they should have to put up with its existence, but, you know, frankly, we shouldn't have to put up with theirs. But life's unfair. Embrace the suck. All right, from Fox News. The U.S. military already has a few high-powered laser weapons at its disposal, but it's about to get a hell of a lot more. Earlier this week, defense contractor Lockheed Martin began production of its modular advanced test high-energy asset, Athena, laser system for the U.S. Army, a weapon that's expected to roll out on the battlefield sometime next year. I'm hoping we don't have a battlefield next year. Wouldn't that be nice? it would be nice. I would. I think we should shoot for it at least, right? (laughs) Excuse the pun. If you're not familiar with the Athena system, all you really need to know is that Lockheed has been working on it for the past few years and demonstrated its power a few months ago by disabling a truck with it. This feat was accomplished by firing a sustained 
30-kilowatt burst at the vehicle's hood and burning a hole through the entire engine block. Boy, would I be pissed off if that was my truck. (laughs) It's ridiculously powerful, but power alone isn't the most revolutionary feature. The thing that makes Athena special is the fact that it's built using modular techniques. The weapon combines multiple fiber modules to generate an intense laser beam. According to Lockheed, this layered approach reduces the chance for mission disruption as a result of component failure and minimizes the need for frequent maintenance or repair. In addition to being far more reliable, Athena's modular design also allows operators to add or subtract laser modules to increase or decrease power as needed. The base model is capable of firing 60 kilowatt beam, but with the -the off-the-shelf commercial fiber laser components, the modules can be linked together to produce lasers up to 120 kilowatts if the situation calls for it. Look, now understood, 30 kilowatts burn through the hood and an entire engine block. It's four times the power they're talking about there. Why do we need new weapons when we're not even using the ones we are to get rid of the enemy? We've, we've been working on this for quite a while. I understand that, but we're not using so the like, weapons we have. We're working on rail guns too. We're not killing anybody. We're not doing anything. You always have to have the best tech, the best of everything. You never know when you go to war. If you wait to to build up these kind of things, it's too late. You lose. How about building back up our navy? That's the only thing that's well, constitutional. This would be. I'm sure this would go to lasers. Go for ships as well. In fact, that they had a they fired a railgun and a laser off a of a destroyer, uh, but they that they've been working on. Obviously, I don't know how big this is. The th- problem with lasers is they're big and bulky. We just haven't figured out a way to make a handheld laser ray gun. If you have, if you want to know. <laughs> hey, but our phones are like the comms they used to lo- use in Star Trek. That's true. If you're having trouble wrapping your head around how powerful that is, just take a look at what this 6-watt beam is capable of. And keep in mind that Athena is roughly 20,000 times as strong. In the near term, Lockheed expects its lasers to provide a complement to traditional kinetic weapons in the battlefield. But their potential future applications are far more dramatic. Moving forward, the company says that Athena lasers will help protect soldiers from threats such as swarms of drones or large numbers of rockets and mortars. Why? Because they could just point the beam at them all and they'd blow up. Again. This, it's this, this, we're getting into scary land. Next comes robotics with, with lasers and all kinds of other weapons to replace us on the battlefield, uh, which I'm not against, other than it'll make war even less grisly and i think we'll end up with more war just like we we do now but because we don't fight wars like it's a war it's all these rules of it there are no rules to war it's first thing you learn as a kid there's no rules to warfare it's kill or be killed that's it end of conversation uh, and if we fought wars like that we wouldn't want to have wars and and these pissant little countries would stop messing with us because we war means uh, everything inside your geographical boundaries, open target, buddy, civilians included. I don't care. I won't intent. You won't intentionally go for the civilians, but there's going to be collateral damage in war. That's the way it is, and it's supposed to be bloody and vicious. So nobody ever wants it again. And we'll talk more about that 
on the other side of the commercial break. This is Young Quap Radio Show. Stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? We built this city! You didn't build that! We built this city on rock and roll! We built this city! You didn't build that! We built this city on rock and roll! for president because I still believe in that idea. You didn't build that. You didn't build that. And now, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea. And I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans. And we love conservative values. Uh, Probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. Uh, what should we do about evil? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Uh... exist, we see it all the time. In the streets, Darfur, but not in Iraq at any time. We need to be humble and not have a spine. Defeated. Defeated. Let me just say... Uh, Defeated. 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 There's no other way. This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. Notice I don't refer to myself as African-American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African-American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio. America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, 
Be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. Do you know a soldier in need of an angel? Would you like to be an angel to a soldier in need? Then you should visit www.soldiersangels.org. Since 2003, Soldiers Angels has supported thousands of American service members stationed wherever we raise our country's flag, and the number is growing daily. They also work with our wounded soldiers, giving them backpacks filled with needed items, personal visits, phone calls, etc. Additionally, they send our thanks via letters and email to the military of Great Britain, Poland, and Australia, who serve by our soldiers' side in Iraq. Soldiers' Angels are dedicated to ensuring that our military know they are loved and supported during and after their deployment into harm's way. So sign up to be an angel today, or send an angel to a soldier in need. Visit www.soldiersangels.org. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Cooperative Radio Show, Hour 3. Yes, the final hour, Hour 3. Oh, let's get back. Sorry about having to take this long commercial break, but I had to go fix something uh, to keep the studio up. So. Well, I haven't played those sound files in a long time, and it really did go with the economy that you were talking but about. No, it's good. I'm just That's why I wasn't here, because I had to fix stuff. Oh, and all of the parodies that we just did the songs were from Paul Shanklin, except we built this city that was Paul Revere Radio. Yes. Boy, you haven't called Clay in a while. <clears throat> okay, the weekly morality check. Please, tape the gorilla tape tighter for this one. <laughs> I don't think they could get any tighter. <laughs> or grab yourself a glass of wine or something, because... <laughs> Put on some extra wraps. That's what I write. <laughs> this is disgusting. And of now, course, oh, imbibe on your favorite beverage. Oh, and then this is the theme of our show tonight is the disgusting show. <laughs> Why do we have to have a theme? I don't know. It just seems like it's working like that so lately. <laughs> okay, from World Dead Daily, a predominantly Judeo-Christian environment, the Wichita State University's campus was deemed not inclusive enough for Muslim students last May. Good! Kick all the fuzzy buzzies the hell out of my country. Sorry, if, if you're one of the minority good Muslims out there that are bad Muslims, that makes you a good person. i choose a different religion if I were you. I had nothing else to say at all about it. The solution? Rip up an altar and pews and make space for prayer rugs. Donor Harvey D. Grace stipulated that to the Wichita, Kansas school, its Grace Chapel must be open to all faiths. Although the building was open to all faiths, that wasn't good enough for the Student Government Association. Oh, they got to brainwash good in these institutions, don't they? Oh, we got to be inclusive to these buzzies who want to kill me. 
They want to cut your head off like you saw on YouTube. All Muslims. That is what it te- that is what the darn Quran teaches. I'm not even talking about the Hadiths, which came about 200 years later and made things worse. Like it, like it needed to be more evil. Lucifer wasn't happy. Not enough evil. Why did they have to take out all the pews? Alum Jean and Cusack wrote on Facebook, Fox News reported Thursday. I would also like to know where the cross has gone. This reeks of political correctness, added Robbie Taylor. WSU President John Bardo said in a statement on the school's Facebook page Tuesday, Our goal should be exactly what Mrs. Grace set out to do in her gift, to have an all-faiths chapel that is welcome to all religious groups on campus. No, it's only welcoming to people who like prayer rugs. Muslims. There's no cross, no crucifix, no altar, nothing. The only thing that works for is Muslims. Otherwise, it's just a room. Your chapels have certain religious things in them, you know? Now because Muslims have have eked into our our country, we're going to just make these ridiculous accommodations for them. Christians don't get accommodated at all. You know, I think you all should demand now, if you have a job that you have to work on Sunday, you absolutely have to have the Sabbath off. Make them accommodate you. They won't, but you could go to the ACLJ, not you, and uh, maybe they'll take up your plight and we can use this. But Brian, what you're saying is if they just need a room, give them any freaking room in a school. Right. Why do they need a Catholic, a Christian church? First of all, I'm telling you right now, there is no way Mrs. Grace meant it for muzzies. When she said all, all face, she meant Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran. Lutheran, you know what I'm saying, all the different sects of Christianity. And even if she did mean welcoming to all, that's only welcoming to Muslims. None of that is welcoming to Christians or Buddhists or they're not or, a con- or Taoists or they're, Zen or they're tearing down. Oh, what about the Wiccans? A Christian chapel. Yeah, that's a. Well, pers- we're not allowed to have Christian chapels. They got to be all inclusive. Hey, there's too many religious faiths here now. That's persecution. That's not. Well, they don't see it that way. This is the government getting you used to the fact that you, there's nothing you can do, and these people run your lives. Unbelievable. Nowhere in the Constitution could it even hint at such a government that we have. Anyway, so as evil evil keeps rising and growing and like a blob in our country, yes, you have you know, if you can't identify the problem, you can't fix it. Trust me, I fix everything. And the first thing you have to do is identify the problem. And the problem is we're not identifying it. Evil. What? It, well, are you saying Muslims are evil? I'm saying Islam is evil. I have no idea what's in the heart of each individual Muslim. I just know what the religion teaches. And why would you be part of such a thing? It teaches exactly what ISIS is doing. Now tell me why you'd want to be in that religious faith. It's it's bogus. It's junk. It's made up by an, it, 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 most of the most of the the framework the 
the whole latticework of Islam, if you will, was stolen from Jews, from the Torah. You might notice a lot of similar things, just with a different word. It's, a, it's an Arab instead of a Jewish word. Food comes to mind. Kosher, halal. They're both the same thing. The different word, same thing. They, Jews can't eat pork, they can't eat pork. Nothing of the cloven hood. Neither, neither one. It's in both scripts. Why? Which one was first, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, of course it, it would be Judaism, right? Because uh, Jesus wasn't even around till. 1 A.D., right? 1 A.D. is when Jesus came out. Judaism came before Christianity, before Jesus. There's thousands of years of recorded history. That wasn't Arab history. That was Jewish history. And he stole the whole framework and then twisted it to its evil needs. And this is what they do. This is what they've done since the, well, they came around the 7th, 6th or 7th century. And uh, this is their, their game plan. They play the victim card. They invented playing the victim card. We let these progs create a whole environment in this country that's just made for Muslims. You will protect them from all kinds of attacks by any other foreign group to hear them oh my goodness until they're good enough to kick your butt then you will be a muslim or a demi or dead that's a fact i'm not it's a guess it's a fact keep it up he's coming for our guns he's going to use any excuse that he could find and he starts with the veterans always you want you want veterans to tell the government, that they need psychological counseling, really? Instantly, they have lost their ability to buy a firearm. Forever. There's no there's no review board. There's no challenging it. There's just, once you're on the list, you're on the list as Vietnam veterans. Roughly 2,000 square feet was renovated at the predominantly Judeo-Christian chapel, to rec recognize the importance of inclusion as stated in a resolution passed by the school's student senate earlier this year. Wow. Students, see again, the useful idiots are doing it to themselves. Muslim students have now submitted a petition calling for the university to install Islamic-friendly plumbing, such as hand-held bidets around campus, Fox reported. See, you give them something, what's the very next thing they want? More. More. Always, because that's not the goal. The goal is you being a dummy. Dummy. That's kind of funny the way that's very close together. Dimmy, dummy, dummy, dummy. So, yeah, handheld bidets, huh? Why? What are they going to do with handheld bidets? Student body president Joseph Shepard said critics of the school's decision suffer from Islamophobia, the Wichita Eagle reported Tuesday. WSU has a student population of 15,000 students. Approximately 1,000 identify as Muslim, which is much too high. Way too many Muslims in this country. Way as in one would be too much. Nope, it's evil. It must be destroyed. Evil must be destroyed, not accommodated. Keep accommodating Lucifer and wonder why countries go to hell. 
Yeah, I meant it that way. Hey, I got my collar on. I can preach all I want. Yes, he does. Again from World Net Daily. The focus on the... Fa- I know what they want the handheld bidets for, for washing their feet. They have to wash their feet before they pray. Yeah, I don't really care. It comes from... It's stupid, because it comes from a time where everyone wore sandals, you see. And so they, they all had dirty feet when they came in out of the sand place. And so you washed your feet. And that's a sign of respect to wash your feet. But they're wearing shoes. Their feet isn't dirty. Or they could have washed it before they left home. So what's the big deal? Spit on your feet and rub it around. I don't care what they want. Well, the problem is they do. Progs do. Progs think that they're going to be, just like the blacks, going to be their minority. It's going to vote for them and keep them in power. It's not going to happen because the goal of Islam is to take over. It's to rule the world. It's a, it's a blueprint on running an empire to rule the world. It's them, those Islams, those Muslims. That's who we're going to fight in the end time. Like I said, I think we might be in the end time, just in the beginning of it. Because it certainly is a whole lot of evil losing out. It's nice to see more and more hosts talking about evil. That's good. It's good, but it's bad because it means it. Now, now it's reached a point that they even noticed. That means it's worse. And it's getting worse by the day, just so you know. Obama says there are going to be mass shootings from now on. And sure enough, if there wasn't another mass shooting right after he said it. <clears throat> Get used to the mass shootings. As I said earlier, don't go to gun-free zones. Don't let your children go to gun-free zones. And you'll probably be spared all this because they're not going to go to places. As long as there's a gun-free zone place to go, they're not going to go to the other places. Just the way it is. You always hit the softest target. And when it's your children, too. It's the future of our country. It's the future of your family. What a better way to, to cause terror. Yes, I can improve upon their plans, but I don't want to because they might actually be listening to me <laughs> so anyway uh <clears throat> back to world Air daily the focus on the family sponsored bring your bible to school day kicked off thursday with the level of expected participants figured at around one hundred thousand yeah not tens of people what was that stupid uh Prague thing that, that went off and <laughs> tens of people what, for the guns? Yeah. They, they, there were like hundreds of people, hundreds of people fighting for their gun rights, uh, marching for their gun rights in that, what's that town? R- R- Rosewood? The town in Oregon. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, 200 people turned out for that. The, the ones that turned out against guns, the, the reporter said had tens of people. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Tens, tens of, of people. people. What does that mean? I don't know. Tens of people. It's like 10, 20 people. I don't know. Tens of people. <laughs> Man, I, I know you prog- uh, uh, so-called journalists out there have a problem with numbers, but that's pretty easy addition. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty easy math. Uh, 100,000. That's a good That's a good turnout. Last year, the event drew in 8,000, the Blaze reported. The initiative is billed to encourage public school students from kindergarten to college to express their faith.
look what it's done. They've used a Bill of Rights against us. Amazing how I can just see these things happening. I don't know. Anyway, so faith freely is one of the things you're guaranteed in the First Amendment, and yet we have to be taught it. The blaze blah, 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 blah. And so far, Twitter has exploded with pictures and testimonies of participants. One teacher, Nikki Warren, wrote beneath a picture of about 20 people holding Bibles, my first period with their Bibles. So proud of my school. Another tweeted beneath the picture of a decorated Bible the Blaze found, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Luke twenty one thirty three. I don't know what NIV stands for. It might be type of Bible? Uh, and another beneath a picture of a Bible placed on an oak office desk, Thankful, as a school secretary, I could bring my Bible to school without fear. Again, there's nothing in the Second Amendment. It was only supposed to make uh, protect us from the federal government doing things that they didn't want them to do. The First Amendment, not the Second. The full Ten Amendments, all the Bill of Rights. They weren't necessary, and they opened Pandora's box. There's no way they could have found this power anywhere in the Constitution, but they find their power instead of ours in the Bill of Rights, which is supposed to be protecting our rights and power, not the other way around. So so the, don't forget your hashtag, bring your Bible. It's not illegal. The Supreme Court is illegal. The federal judiciary system is illegal. The executive branch, as it exists, is illegal. I could go on, but Bringing a Bible to school, it's a book, number one. Number two, I'll try it again. You know how most people in the, back in the day learned how to read and write? Using the Bible. Using the Bible, absolutely. And I still remember that. I had uh, I discovered the first, the first Bible for school children that was commissioned by... The Congress. Congress. Yep. I believe it was the Continental Congress at the time. Uh, and it said, in hopes that this will be used to educate our children in school. So I don't know where all this separation church and state comes from exactly. It's something that never existed. It's something that's not in the Constitution. You know, Jefferson wasn't even referring to the national government or its Constitution. He was referring to the people in Connecticut. I forget which side did what, but whoever was the, the religion, the prime religion, you had to be, I'm pretty sure Puritan, you had to be that. No, it was the Quakers. It was a Quaker? Yep. Okay. And the Baptists were upset because they couldn't hold political office. And so he wrote, as I believe he was president at the time, uh, and he wrote a letter to to the people that were doing the the blocking. It basically said there's no place for that. It, it, was, it wasn't illegal. States were allowed to have, and many states did. It wasn't the only state that no, had its official religion. Yep. But this one wouldn't allow you even in government unless you were part of that religion. And so, you know, Jefferson wrote on their behalf, uh, not that they had to listen to him, it was just his opinion. There was nothing, the Constitution back then didn't apply to the states. All those things only provided to the federal government, except were expressly stated. 
Now, if we get rid of the 14th Amendment, it goes back to that, right? Doesn't This Constitution doesn't apply to the states. Correct. Which we should, because the states seem to think that the freaking federal government can do anything because the Constitution applies to them, too. True. Let's see what happens. We, we li- need to repeal. We live the- in interesting times. you got to wait to see what happens. No, I don't want to. I, I want to go Suspense back. Suspense is killing you. <laughs> This is, no, I'm actually getting afraid that they are going to declare martial law and it's all going to fall apart. Well, that's a possibility. And, and we're going to be too stupid to defend ourselves. They're not going to do that until after they take our guns away. No, no country has ever moved. Nobody has ever moved to take over a government until the people were disarmed. And as far as, oh, the good things Obama does, really. Uh, what's one of the first things that Adolf Hitler did after being elected? Gave people stuff. Gave people specifically single-payer health care. And it went on and on like that. You could, I, I did a thing on it, and you could match Hitler to what Obama has been doing. Well, his people have been doing it through him. But neither here nor there. Um it is a it's a scary correlation. And one of the last things he did before taking over was gun registration. After gun registration came, you got it. The only purpose for gun registration, they came and confiscated all their firearms. Never believe for a second the point of gun control is to make anybody safer because nothing they can put down on the books will make you safe. Nothing. It's not about that. It's about taking your power away, your power to stop a tyrannical government from taking over in this country. It's already tyrannical, in my opinion, so anytime this revolution kicks off, I'm, I'm fine with it. But in the meantime, I'm just keep on the ground, grassroots. Just keep at it. We can't control the time. We don't know the future. God says it's a sin to seek knowledge of the future. You don't need to know future. If you're worried about the end times, live every day like it's your very last. And you'll never go wrong. You won't be surprised at all. (laughs) Anyway, last year, the Blaze reported on a statement from the Alliance Defending Freedom that confirmed students do have the legal right to cart their Bibles to school. Students have a constitutional right to participate in and promote, bring Your Bible to School Day, the memo stated. Unfortunately, schools all too often censor religious expression for fear of violating the often misunderstood separation of church and state for dislike of religious viewpoints or for a desire to avoid controversy. I don't care why they do it. It's wrong. Take back your school birth. That's the first step right there. Problem solved. That's right. It's this talk show solves problems. Well, it's just out here about ranting and raving about the evil left-wing lunatics. That's only part of it. We have solutions. There are solutions. And yes, like a bloody revolution can happen anytime it wants. There's nothing we can do about that. However, if you would prefer not to have to go through a bloody civil war, then... Follow my plan. It's easy. Just start at the school board. Don't even try, don't work towards anything else. It's school board. 
Once you get that, you look next to the planning board. That's your next step. Don't look at anything else but taking back the planning board. Once that's done, then you can look at the next step. You get the idea, right? Always focus on the first step. The end game is just what you're trying to accomplish by taking back the schools. That's that's the whole point of the effort. Don't worry about, but it took so long, and I, we still got to get to the county board, all the way up to the state legislature. We didn't get fat overnight, and we ain't got to get lean overnight either. Slow and steady wins the race. Okay, let's talk about honeybees. Since I'm trying to raise them up here, uh, I'm trying, sadly, I get attached to them. I'm trying to find out if there's enough food for a hive up here that's established. So I, I sometime have to pick a time to stop feeding them. I give them sugar water here and there, kind of supplement. But this was the first year the hive was fully formed. It finally went built the hive all the way to the back, all the combs. So the next year, I find out come spring what's going on with them. I hope they're not all dead again. That was a mess. Anyway, um, this is from I don't know because she didn't write down. Call them the buzzing dead. I guess you could just look up that, the buzzing dead. Honeybees are being threatened by teeny flies that lead them to lurch and stagger around like zombies. The afflicted bees often have characteristic night flights, sometimes buzzing around porch lights before dying. Well documented on the West Coast, some zombie bee cases also have been detected in eastern states by volunteers helping track its spread. This comes as honeybees have already been ravaged in recent years by mysterious colony collapse disorder, vampire mites, and nutritional deficiencies. Why is everything zombies and vampires now? We're not making a case that this is the doomsday bug for bees, said John Haffernick, a biology professor at San Francisco State University. But it is certainly an interesting situation where we have a parasite that seems to affect the behavior of bees and has them essentially abandoning their hive. Haffernick, in 2012, started a project to enlist people to track the spread of zombie bees called Zombie Watch. Z-O-M-B-E-E Watch. Participants are asked to upload photos of the bees they collect and photos of pupae. Oh, pupae. I don't know how to say the pupae. 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 I don't know. The pupal stage. And it's all flies as they emerge. They have more than 100 confirmed cases. The fly had already been known to afflict bumblebees and yellow jackets. Well, then in 2008, Haffernick made a discovery after scooping up some disoriented bees beneath a light outside his campus office. Before long, he noticed pupae emerging from a bee. That led to the first of many zombie honeybee cases found in San Francisco and beyond. Is that new? San Francisco and beyond. It's a, it's a new toy for homosexuals. Researchers believe Apophilus borealis. Hmm, interesting. 
Flies uh, attack bees as they forage. The flies pierce the bees' abdomens and deposit eggs, affecting the behavior of the doomed bees. A beekeeper in Burlington, Vermont, detected the first zombie case in the east in 2013. Then this summer, amateur beekeeper Joe Naughton of Hurley, New York, discovered the first of two recently confirmed cases in the Hudson Valley, north of New York City. Norton, who has 200,000 or more bees, is not panicking just yet. You know, the zombie thing is a little bit sensational, and some people hear that, and they go right into alarm bells ringing, Norton said. What is with all the zombie stuff? I already asked that. <laughs> you should really listen to the show. Where the state of things are right now is mostly just fact-finding, and there are a lot of facts to find. It's possible that zombie watchers like Norton are just now detecting a parasite that has been targeting honeybees for a long time, though Haffernack notes that reports of honeybees swarming nightlights are a recent phenomenon. This would freak me out if our bees were out at night. This would freak me out. It should freak you out because it means the hive is doomed. It's not clear if zombie bees can be linked to colony collapse disorder, a syndrome in which whole colonies fail after the loss of adult worker bees. Scientists have not been able to prove what causes CCD, though some believe it could be an interplay of factors, including mites, pesticides, and habitat loss. For now, threats like mites are more of a concern to researchers than the spread of zombie fly parasites. We have several other stresses on bees, and we don't want any other stress like this one said Ramesh Sagiri, an assistant professor of apiculture, uh, APRBB is apiculture, uh, at Oregon State University. We have to be cautious, but I'm not alarmed that this parasite is going to create a big problem. Anyway. Well, we that's all you have to say about the bees, our precious bees? I think that's more than most people can take in in one sitting. Well, There's a lot of going on with bees, but uh, all they have to know is they're in trouble. They're in trouble all over the country, maybe around the world. I, I'm not sure. Uh, this new colony collapse, this is different than fighting pests, pests now. Uh, the big problem used to be mites and something else. But There's some natural stuff you can do for mites, but um doubt we have the problem up here on this mountain. I don't think that those mites will be an issue. I was going to ask about that because I know we already had take had to take care of ants. We had to use cinnamon it's weird. for Only the ants. Only the first year for the first hive. It's weird. It is really weird, and we did take care of that. And then we were concerned. Well, you were about um, wasps getting in there. Yes, because they weren't they weren't yet a full hive. Now that they are, I'm not worried about them at all. They should be able to take care of themselves. Yes, things get into a beehive besides bees. I don't think people sometimes, realize that. Sometimes mice. I don't, I'm serious. I've been waiting for any sign of that because they get up on that landing board, which is why it's controversial to have a landing board, but I've seen them use it way too many times, especially for cooling the hive down, so I wouldn't get rid of it unless I saw a mouse up there. But there's never been any sign of that. There have been some I've some rodents that, like, you know, uh, the chipmunks that they were around underneath the hive and stuff, but I've never seen anything go up inside. Well, <laughs> And they would eat, anyway, they eat, they go in there and they make a nest and they live in there for the winter. Wow. Yeah, so you, you don't didn't really, tell me that. You don't really find them until spring. You never told me this. Well, what do I want to worry you about? I know. 
I'm worried about everything up here as it is. <laughs> we, we have enough problems with mice coming in. We, we keep, we're, we're keeping down the surplus population all by ourselves. No. Uh, almost not, a mouse a day, for God's sake. We are not the only ones. I have talked to our neighbor, and I talked to the woman I do, the Women of the Revolution show, and they both said they have never had a rodent problem as bad as this year. Evil. All these vermin are going to be on the rise when evil's in power. Unfortunately, our rats up here and our mice are really cute. <laughs> They're not like New York City rats. <laughs> no, pack rats. Yes. They're, They're very smart. And they're very smart. And they're thieves. Yeah, we've talked about it before. And they think it's funny to take your stuff and leave a stick where it used to be. <laughs> Someone says, oh, isn't that great? Look, he left, a, he left something for you. I'm like, yeah, I'll tell you what. Tell me where his nest is. I'll go get my stuff and I'll put a stick there. <laughs> when I told Deb the rat story, the, 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 I, hopefully our listeners, our regular listeners know about the rat story, the rat trying to get back into the truck and come back home with you. Yes. She was like, oh, she goes, that, you know, I would have just kept it as a pet. I'm like, really? I said, you do know that they piss this disgusting syrup-like smelly piss all over the place. It's brown. It's hard to get rid of. It's thick and it's gross. She goes. It's because this, they excrete sugar in their urine. <laughs> and she goes. I did not know that. I and said, ants, oh, yeah. And that's their food. That's food for ants. See, everything has a purpose. Yeah, not in my house. No. That's what I tell them. <laughs> Come in my house and I have to kill you. You can do whatever you want out here. That goes for murder, marauding murder too. It goes for anything. <laughs> You're not invited. You're dead. But then she goes. Oh, someone's <laughs> had a real problem tonight with telling where things are from. <laughs> did I? Yeah. What? Let's see. Let's go to the top here. Where, where, from where is this? Fox News. Doesn't say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Having them on my computer only a couple hours a day is really throwing and, me off. And this one? The this, very next one still oh, has on. no from? <laughs> it doesn't have a from. I have the link. Yes, we're both suffering. We're using the same dang <laughs> computer because until we get a different monitor, both the tower and the pie need a monitor and it uses the television which is throwing so, us off too <laughs> which means like at night when we watch tv no one can do any work on the computer because we have to use the computer and we can't use the other ones because we don't have we only have one tv <laughs> so well we're gonna need to buy a monitor to make uh to make that a little better handle better handle than that this is from usa today they blinded me with science. From? USA Today. There you go. Wait, before you go on. Oh, that's the whole point. <laughs> it is time. It's past time. <laughs> All right, if you don't know where you can listen to us live, you can listen to us at uncooperativeradio.com on Sunday and Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, if we're not on at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, it means something is keeping us from doing the show, and we're working on it. We will bump the show up to two hours max. After that, it's not happening. It's just not going to happen. Anyway, um, if you want to know where you can find us on that, you can just do a search, but I can give you some hints. We're on iTunes. You like iHeart? We're on iHeart. You like TuneIn? We're on TuneIn through redstatetalkradio.com, which rebroadcasts our show 
on Studio A, Tuesdays and Fridays, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And the 24-7 free listener line, 605-562-4209. 605-562-4209. I will not say it three times. Studio B, our, I told you keep pen and paper around, right? Our show rebroadcasts on Sunday, 12 a.m. Eastern, Tuesday, 9 a.m. Eastern, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, and the 24-7 listener line, 518-712-0045. That's 518-712-0045. And forget anything? Yes. I know I did. Oh, don't, while you're there, don't forget the free newsletter. Uh, it's free. Sign up for it. It's professional. It's not like anything you've gotten from sites before. It's a real professional newsletter with professional writers. It's top top marks. Uh, give it a shot. If you don't like it, you can just unsubscribe from it. But I'm telling you, you're going to like it. It's definitely worth. It's definitely one of those things that end up in your inbox that's worth reading. We all know how hard that is to keep. <laughs> At least I do. All right. Uh, this is from USA Today and smart cars, smart homes, smartphones. Smart watches and smart TVs. Oh, by the way, if you like to use apps to listen to shows, uh, you can get apps specifically for our show at uncooperativeradio.com, which is also Spreaker. Don't get confused. It's where it points. Uh, so you can get any app known to man there, I swear. it's for, if, you, if they built it, they have an app for it. So you're, you're covered across the board. Last time I did this, numbers, all my numbers shifted over to the uh, over to all the apps which is fine and if you like to listen to red state talk radio they have apps too so you can listen to studio a and studio b on your phone with the iphone or the android i don't know about tablets and ipads yet i i don't know so much so much stuff is going on in my life i can't can't keep it straight i'm working on three different computers three different operating systems don't even get me started uh then have have my Main computer and my backup computer die at the same time was just pray for us out there. Evil's trying to shut us up. And they're getting really close to doing it, too. <laughs> I know. I'm running out of products. <laughs> Things I can redneck rig, you know. All right. Uh, smart cars, smart homes, smartphones, smart watches, and smart TVs are just the start. My inbox is so inundated with news releases about smart products that you'd think the collective IQ of inanimate objects has risen 1,000% in the past quarter alone. That's the author's talking, not Brian. Smart Season recently revealed its fall colors at a pre-holiday tech showcase in New York where even the luggage was labeled smart. The blue smart carry-on, $399, has built-in GPS and a lithium-ion battery with charging port for your smartphone. From the Blue Smart app, you can lock your luggage, weigh it, track its location, and be scolded if you leave it behind. Wisely, the luggage fits in a plane's overhead compartment. Okay, now, I can't even handle my smartphone. Can, I'd rather have the non-carry-on luggage have that. Right. This way they can find it when they misuse it and they send it to France. That's a good point. I'm a, I have a smartphone, but it has a dummy user. So I don't want any of this. Uh, smart you don't have stuff. a really smartphone. You got one of those wannabe smartphones. Yeah, well, 
I couldn't handle anything more. <laughs> I don't think. That's easy. It's just like a computer. Yeah. No, they're not like you. You are a computer genius. You talk computers' languages. I never talk in binary. <laughs> anyway. Commonly this referred is, to as assembler. But all this stuff can be hacked, can it? Yes. That was the first thing I thought. Of course it can. Because that's why you put so much security on everything that we have. Correct. And I tell you <laughs> never to turn your Bluetooth on unless you need it. And I don't. Same goes for Wi-Fi. Don't these, turn they, it on unless you need it. I'm telling you, these kids, and, oh, and, and Hillary Clinton, by the way, are clueless when it comes to how easy it is to get into stuff. There's a lot of these things. Yep. It's a green bug with lacy, long lace wings. And I know they're called the lace wing something or other. I can't remember. And if, they're not evil. I think they're <laughs> beneficial. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, smart stuff. You have to be careful. Don't don't leave. You ever see that show? What's that show we watch with you? CSI Cyber? No. No, 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 no. The one with the guy has a supercomputer that can see when things are going to happen and they got to go save people. Oh, yeah. I forget the name of it. This is the second time we've talked about this on the show. And we we really, like the the, really like the show, too. At least I used to. Kind of changed. Uh, anyway, if you notice on the show, he's always cloning someone's phone. He gets within a certain amount, certain feet of, of your phone, and then he pushes an app and it clones your phone. And now the two phones are identical. In other words, when you get a phone call, he gets a phone call. You're talking on the phone. He can hear you talking on the phone. Um, the only way that ha that happened is people keep their Bluetooth on. Person of interest. Yes, that's it. If you didn't have your Bluetooth on, he couldn't do it. That's why I'm telling you, unless you're using it, don't have it on. If you do have it on, be be uh, do understand that someone can hack into that. Someone can pick up that signal and hack in. Um, they always got to worry when you're transmitting and receiving that somebody can do something in between where you are and where you want it to go. And whether you want it to or not, it's all going to the government. Anyway, music at the show is provided by The One Smart Piano. I asked Sandy Dow, the company's head of growth, what made the piano smart. For someone who has no idea how to read music or even where to start, the smart piano will light up the keys consecutively with each note played, guiding the person through the entire piece from beginning to end. A traditional piano will not tell you which note is next. That's why... That's, see, that's not that smart, really. Well, that's not it's even... kind of smart. Brian... <laughs> I just think the throne is smart around too much. <laughs> I just don't like that we're going to become... Oh, am I going to say the word? zombies because we're not using our brains because all our smart stuff is using it for us these things should free us up to do other things they don't if you ever notice they take over your life computers have always been that way that I, i've been addicted to them since i was a kid i love messing with computers i love screwing around with different operating systems and breaking them i just I just do. I always have. Stop breaking things. It's, it's me. It's always throwing a challenge in my face, and you know, I always got to understand and/or fix everything. So if you put it in front of me, and I'm interested, I'll solve the puzzle. But the hard part is, I got to be interested. 
that it's just because you want me to do it doesn't mean I'm going to do it. All right, for someone who has no idea how to read music or even where to start, this does it. Just follow the lighted keys. Um, that's a neat way to learn piano when you're not, you know, going to a class where you gotta, you have to know how to read music before you even play an instrument. And, oh, it should be a nice way for kids to get started. You don't have to have a teacher. You don't have, you don't have to do it right. You don't have to learn how to read music. You just follow the lights, just like that game we used to play. Remember, Simon says. I do. All the different lights. You, you, you had to hit the, it would flash the lights, and then you had to hit the lights in the right order. It sounds like the same thing to me, just applied to a keyboard. Now, what took them so long? That was around when I was a kid. I took that long to apply it to a keyboard. There you go. And you can get all electric, you know, you get all electric keyboards and stuff. If your kid wants to be a drummer, they have electric drum sets so that he puts the headphones on. Nobody has to hear him. And when he wants to play with the band, he can, he plugs it into the amplifier. That allows you to your little drummer to drum without driving you and more importantly your neighbors crazy. Elsewhere at the show, the Leo Smart Alert L E E O. I swear, I think it's a typo, but maybe not. Ninety nine bucks. All right, we're getting down into affordable range now was deemed smart because it listens to the smoke and carbon monoxide detectors in your home. When, oh, it's not a misprint, Leo, here's one of them go off, it calls your smartphone. If you don't answer, it calls friends and family. The device, which doubles as a nightlight, plugs directly into wall outlet and requires Wi-Fi. Beware, in case of blackout, your battery-powered detectors could screech ad nauseum while Leo stays dumb as a doornail. In other words, it's plugged into the socket. That's where it gets its power. Again, if you had your own batteries and lived off the grid, that wouldn't be an issue. In another aisle, the accessory called Speed Force, $120, was touted as a means to improve the aptitude of bicycles. Bicycles have an aptitude. I, they talking. must have smart bikes now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to somebody... That has no clue. I, the reason I put this up is because I want. I know most of the folks out there know what all this is about, but I have no idea. <laughs> it's all Greek to me, so don't ask. <laughs> I do know that I did have heard that bicyclists in the city are very mean. They're mean people. Yeah, people that ride bicycles are inherently progs. Progs are nasty individuals. It's, it's, it's just a mental disorder. It's impossible for them to be nice to anybody. Unless, if, unless you're in their clique. If you're a, a left-wing lunatic, you're welcome. If you're anything but, you're evil. Even though they're evil, but you're evil. I guess to evil, we be evil. Depending how evil defined evil. Might, have, might be who taught Bill Clinton the definition of is is. I don't know what kind of aptitude a bicycle has, so I'm a little confused. Installed on the stem... The device adds GPS navigation, smartphone charging, and sensors on pedals and wheels to measure performance. Oh, I get it now. It's it's just like gauges and stuff. I get it. <laughs> Why did they just say that? Speedforce works with a smartphone app, though the built-in headlight can be deployed without app intervention. Well, that's good. You know, you wouldn't want to be out at night and your cell phone battery's dead. And 
That means you have no head life. Okay, but see this stuff. What kind of stupidity is that? This stuff and just like all the the. This is for people that are exercising their biceps. I know. Keep all the little information so they can get the. They have this super condensed special way they got to do their 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 exercise. It's got to be just so. But just so things like this really scare me because that's why I asked you in the beginning of this piece if it can be hacked and you said anything can be hacked. Right. So you're riding around on the bicycle and somebody wants to kill you. They can take complete no, control over no, this bicycle. No, because it doesn't pedal by itself. It just senses on the pedals, so you know how many revolutions per minute you're pedaling, and it keeps track of what gear you're in, how far you're going. All this information, I'm sure calories burned and all that stuff. If anyone cares about calories burned anymore, I think you're nuts. Just eat like an animal and just work out. That's I was so never happier of when I was eat, working out like an animal. I could eat like it on well, I just there was no such thing as too much. Forget about it. I burned through six thousand calories a day. Well, you better start eating more because they're going to be start they're gonna start rationing us soon. Well, I'm not eating more because I'm not doing enough. If I exercise more, I eat more, you know that. My I'm appetite. talking to the yeah. folks out there. I know. I'm talking about me. And plus I've purposely um purposely shrunk down some somewhat, if you could believe that I've shrunk it down. Uh, because I don't want my muscles too big because they burn up too much calories. Then I have to eat more and I have to pay more for food that's going through the roof. So I've, I put myself on a a losing muscle diet, actually. But, you know, I'm keeping the strength but getting rid of the bulk. And it's it's called being more efficient. I'm trying to make my body more efficient so I spend less money on food. I know. I'm this far down the line that I've gotten to the point where, yes, I, I think about how much food I have to eat. <laughs> it's, the way the, it's the way the economy is. Tomorrow, I don't know what it's going to be. I still can't get off of McDonald's. I mean, I haven't been there in a while, but double the price of a quarter pound of a cheese meal, they'll double in price? What am I paying for all the salads that Obama, Obama made them make? It's just ridiculous. I can tell you right now, you're not. I'm not giving any more business to McDonald's or any other place that's going to charge eight or ten dollars for a hamburger meal deal. For that price, bring your own lunch. <laughs> I'm sorry, she only buys the dollar burgers, but I mean, they were small to begin with. Now they're infinitesimal. I mean, not only are they small around, they're really thin. They've cut down on the amount of beef they're putting in the dollar menu burgers so they don't have to raise it above a dollar but what that means is you get a whole lot of bread <laughs> again make a burger at home oh but i want a hot meal uh well find a different hot meal than fast food mcdonald's well, and the thing was i couldn't understand because the last time i went to town with our neighbor we had to leave really early in the morning and she was going to meet her husband and we were at mcdonald's we were going to meet him at the truck stop and she wanted to buy breakfast and I, I don't eat breakfast in the morning. I'll have a yogurt or maybe w- w- milk or something. But anyway, I couldn't understand. She bought for her and her husband why it was $11 for now you breakfast. Know. Now you know. I'm like, $11? When she went up to the... How much was it, Egg McMuffin? I didn't even look. I was well, half asleep. <laughs> well, see, then you're not reporting correctly. You haven't done your research, then you can't talk about it. Yes, I can. I just did. 
I you don't know why it was $11 for two people, because <laughs> you don't know how much what they ate costs. But I remember... All you had to do was look at the menu. Look, we traveled the entire United States of America twice, and we constantly had yeah, those... Yeah, price never went was up. ...was never up. Oh. We traveled it for four years. And I'll say it again. It's double now. Double. If you people are going... Please... I know it sucks. It's time consuming. You got to make at least some meals for yourself to help cut down your food budget. Uh, it's bad enough that regular food costs too much. Steak is ridiculous. Wow, we really went down the rabbit hole with this one. How did we get from smart to food? I don't know. <laughs> it's all your fault. I had something to do with a smart bicycle. That's all I remember. <laughs> Calories. Uh, <laughs> We can turn any bike into a smart bike, declared Lee Gang, founder and CEO of Beast Bike Technologies. <clears throat> I, I, like you couldn't tell from the beginning it was Chinese, right? Before I hit the show, I researched for the word smart in my inbox. Filled mostly by messages from tech firm publicity seekers and found more than 500 matching emails. You can't help but wonder, has smart become the most overused term in recent history? Yes, that's what he says, too. Yes. It has for a number of reasons, says Chuck Martin, author of the forthcoming book, The Internet of Everything. To be part of the IOT, things have to be called smart. I don't even know what IOT means. It's, reminds me of Apple somehow, but I don't know. In technology today, smart is the new black. To go with smart watches and smart thermostats, there are smart places where these will reside, such as smart homes and smart office buildings, all of which will reside within smart cities, all allowing absolute control over everything in your life by any law enforcement or government agency that seeks to do so. Just so you know. These are all being created by smart people so that connected smart objects can do what once was the work of other smart people. In reality, the objects are not technically smart, but once interconnected can calculate insights that can be used to provide more automated services. Okay. Automate everything by all means. Give the government the power to turn your air conditioner on and off and turn your refrigerator or freezer on and off and uh, turn your power off when you want to, if you want to vacuum in the wrong kind time of day. Uh, wow, let's, it's already in the plans, ladies and gentlemen. And it's, uh, Frenny or Fanny, I forget which one, already bought out a patent of the smart outlet. Why is a federal government bank buying a patent on a smart outlet, electrical outlet? Why? I don't even understand how it's possible. Well, it's not. They, their existence is impossible under the Constitution, but... This is what happens when you go away from the Constitution. It, the further you go, the worse it gets. So just keep riding the Prague line. It, it just go the gold that Constitution. Da 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 da. You know, you you think you want to be in a democracy? We're not a democracy. Well, we are now, but we weren't supposed to be a democracy because democracies suck, as you can tell. Whoever wins the majority can do whatever they want. That's a democracy. That's crap. That's not a republic, and it's not our republic. They can't, no matter who wins, they're only allowed to do what we the people gave them the power to do and not a thing more. That's what we have to get back to. I want my keyboard again. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Uncooperative Radio Host. Host? <laughs> Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. 
and say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.